Yo, this is Conan. You're listening to World of Wrestling Podcast with Tax and Rich. Boom. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the World of Wrestling Podcast. My name is Rich, and as always, I'm joined by my good buddy, Tax Williams. <laughs> you went into that so quickly, I haven't even got my notes up for this show. You but- hit record. I'm a professional. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, we've had a lovely time so far this evening. It's very lucky we even got around to doing a podcast. We've had a lovely catch-up. Sure, we watched some football, we talked some houses. It's been a lovely time. Yeah, a bit of Warhammer. No doom scrolling on this podcast. No, certainly not. <laughs> so, uh, since we last were on the airs, a lot's changed. Yeah, when's the last time we did a pod? It was about a month ago, About it? a month ago, yeah, because we knew we'd be taking a break because you were partaking in one of the most stressful things you do in life. Mm, I moved house into a building site. <laughs> <laughs> Which you required. You didn't just, you're not squatters' rights. Sure, sure. We haven't literally bought a building site. We bought a house, but whether you can call a house that isn't bricked properly. <laughs> bricked? Built? Words? Well, good for podcasting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> and um, uh, yeah, cool. so so it's all going well. Obviously, uh, we are recording in person again. We did it for the ep- last episode yeah. of Daniel Bryan series. It's, it's good to be back in human, human being world. It's <clears> awesome. <throat> Yeah, I haven't quite got a desk set up at mine at the moment, so we're going to be podcasting from yours for a little bit, if that's all good with you. Absolutely. We will definitely be professional and actually try and get the podcasts out. Although, in fairness... COVID's not here anymore, so we can do this in person. That's fine. Exactly. COVID doesn't (laughs) exist anymore because we don't have to wear masks or do anything silly other than, you know... (laughs) As I cough, sorry. (laughs) Yeah, uh uh-oh. Good thing about being remote workers. So, obviously, you've moved house, and after saying pretty much constantly for the last 12 months saying yeah i'm done in wrestling uh, i might do the odd bit of commentary no 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 i'm i'm, I'm done in ring i'm uh wrestling yeah <laughs> you are wrestling on the 13th of april for a new promotion based in margate in kent terry funk williams tax <laughs> funk williams, tax funk williams. <laughs> uh so it's going to be good getting the uh the streamers and confetti cannons open ready uh i don't think my match has been announced yet but there's always a rumble and hopefully a raffle. Yeah, hell yeah, Britress. The good version. So if you want to follow this new promotion, it's called Lockhorns Wrestling, which as uh, Van Wicked kindly pointed out, and he already has beef with this promotion, but you know, we're all good guys at the moment, we're okay. Uh, LHW, Lockhorns Wrestling, and their logo they've used, Antlers. <laughs> Rather than horns. <laughs> <laughs> Antlers a type of horn? We'll go with it. <laughs> where where can you uh find the details of this event so they have a facebook page which is uh lockhorns wrestling and the, all the event details on there obviously it's shared across social media um at the tax williams on twitter and facebook so i'm looking forward to uh getting the ring me and uh me and van wicked are possibly off to do some training uh cool. possibly as early as this saturday we think we found somewhere in dover where we can go and train at an MMA academy where there's a cage and a boxing ring. Dude, that's awesome. It looks really good. So obviously no bumping in a boxing ring because that would really flip in her. Yeah, that would suck. Although I haven't bumped in probably about two and a half years now. You so- don't need to bump to wrestle. It's going to be fine. Well, exactly. I, and I, I, ha- I have planned so much of a fresh new Tax Williams moveset genuinely i'm going off the top rope to the outside i can't wait i may even turn it into a top rope cannonball we'll see what happens okay cool awesome because nothing like not having a full-time training school to train in to try these things live after not doing anything for two and a half years i imagine that's a, quite a little bit of a daunting prospect almost you know I mean, you think as you've done it for so many years 
Yeah. It's going to be second nature. It's like with, when Punk was saying that he hadn't really trained before he got back in an AEW ring. <clears throat> I think I just compared you to CM Punk. So there's a... <laughs> there we both don't drink. It's fine. <laughs> so surely it's a matter of you... You step through the ropes and it's all second nature by that point. Yeah, as long as I don't stack it over the rope Shockmaster style, it'll be fine. That could be Probably. funny, though. Yeah, but you know, this new Tex Williams, maybe he wants to win a belt. Mm. Maybe he's coming back with aspirations on, oh, you know, winning belt, a wrestling match. <laughs> <laughs> One of those things you've wanted since you were six years old, you say? Yeah, sure. That'd be lovely, wouldn't it? I can tell you what's going to happen, though, Rich. Mm. I know exactly what's going to happen. So, we had the stuff early doors in the early 2000s, stuff on the wrestling channel, and I got fucked out of a belt then. Yeah. Me and Van Wicked. Tell that story? No. Okay, fair enough. (laughs) Me and Van Wicked, we're going to start our tag team in 2020. You know, Mm -hmm. hugs and handshakes, and we were going to buy tag belts and win them. (laughs) Because then I would have had my belt, and COVID killed it. Now I plan to win a belt in this new promotion. I guarantee I know what will happen. I'll get my title match. Maybe I'll even get booked to win the bloody belt. And then some fuckwit will press a button somewhere in another country and everything will go off. And then I'll be like, this would have been the third fucking time. And of course, then it will be deadly stuff. But we're not here to talk about the misery of the world. <laughs> in compar- Are you sure about that? <laughs> but in comparison to the rest of the world, our friend Mr. MBS mm. in KSA, yeah. he seems to be quite a rosy looking chap these days. So, we are here to talk about our Kingdom of Saudi Arabia premium live event. Premium live event. <laughs> we're doing the Elimination Chamber 2022. Hooray! Oh. And we're also doing a WWE pay-per-view. <laughs> premium live event. Oh yeah, premium live event. <laughs> Jesus. Alright, so uh, 19th of February 2022 was like, what? week and a half ago week and a half ago a lovely time uk time show started yeah. at half past five i started watching it live i know you not so much because you were busy parenting and uh we watched this on the wwe network in oh, the yeah? uk because we can still have it and it's not on peacock cock, cock, yep. for now so we're in the silver dome brother <laughs> the super dome the, in fairness, probably one of the safest venues in the world right now, layered in all that concrete. Um, yeah. It's like, like Birmingham, but in the form of a stadium. It's really nice, though, that they're starting to get to the point where they're going, right, we can't fit you in this, like, 100,000-seater arena. Yeah. We can't fit you in this slightly smaller arena. We're just going to build you one out of stone. Is that where the, how this came about? Like, I don't really know. No, I, I think they've been building, like, a new sort of dome stadium. Uh, for a long time and then they were like oh we'll go in here <clears throat> and i think as well because of still covid protocols and ksa because you know they take a global pandemic seriously um, um <laughs> okay sure <laughs> well they had limited tickets they had 50 percent capacity of the the venue really yeah didn't look limited it looked pretty packed oh uh, yeah but they only showed you like halfway on the camera line and they started looking Is around that the how covid plates. works <laughs> If I don't sit near, if I if I sit next to someone, but like the seats that where you could sit next to someone else, exactly like at Christmas, uh, it's okay to go and socialise at Christmas because <laughs> COVID goes on holiday. Eat, eat out to help out sounds like a Steel Panther song. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I was thinking when I saw Liv's uh, attire during this show. Jeez, yeah, sure. So, um, yeah, okay. Let's talk about it. So the women's attire—they obviously have the your body has to be covered in skimpy latex. Well, it's a. It's, <laughs> this is the evolution of wrestling in KSA. Because to start with, no women. Mm. Then Renee was on commentary. Yeah, that's the first ladies. Be S&M honest. women. That's what we got. Well, then we had big baggy t-shirt ladies. Yeah, sure. Then we had 
big baggy t-shirts over slightly figure hugging outfit and now we have Liv Morgan in her guest house paradiso outfit <laughs> is this cool progression I loved it <laughs> It was very SM. All the women's matches, it was just like skimpy, skin tight spandex. I mean, that's wrestling kind of. But I know, you know. It's wrestling gear. And it's good that they actually let the women have gear rather than t shirts. And they, you could tell they knew they were going to be on the show a lot further in advance. They had time to get these outfits made. But some, like on the subject of dominatrix style, when Rhea Ripley came out, I was like, I've seen that before. <laughs> I've worn that before. Yes, madam. Thank you, madam. (laughs) So we're in Jeddah, Saudi Arabia, just to throw it out there. Uh, We've got Michael Cole and Corey Graves on commentary. Corey Graves is now cleared to wrestle because of his reality Mm. show with Carmella. Yes. Carmella, golden shower Carmella. Indeed. (laughs) The best in him. Jesus Christ. (laughs) I've only seen clips of that show. It's um, it's not exactly kid-friendly, by the sounds of it. Is that why it's on YouTube? Rather than uh, on the network. I didn't know it was on YouTube, but YouTube's even more accessible by kids, really. But no, they've got to tick a box, do they not, to say it's age-appropriate content uh, and sign in to prove yeah. their date of birth. Not suitable for kids, is exactly. the terminology. I mean, it's, it's, yeah. a, it's a terrible term now. You've got to justify your age to go onto adult-themed websites. <laughs> not like back in the day. <laughs> not like back in the day, no. My, my induction into the world of professional wrestling. <laughs> um, uh, Byron Saxon's also here. Um, <laughs> not doing commentary he's which, just sitting there which is amazing with all the three wrestlers at commentary Michael Cole was the only one to have a marquee match at Wrestlemania oh, yeah. he's the only one that spoke during their show apparently well oh, the others okay. were busy yeah I mean, Byron Saxton is he, he seems like the loveliest of chaps you know yeah I don't really want to listen to him talk not, maybe I want to listen to him talk more than Michael Cole hmm. maybe he has more to say then he's allowed to say maybe he could add value, but just isn't is kind of you know cocked by the other two pretty much. Well, Vince, what, obviously a bit like the whatever his name is now, Tom Phillips in Impact, where he actually yeah. is a half decent commentator. Absolutely, I mean Taz SmackDown to AEW, it's a different world, isn't it? Send Hook, yeah, absolutely. God, that kid's good. Um, um, but that's, we didn't touch on that actually. On. Cody leaving AEW. Yeah, I mean, so much has been said over the last few weeks about it. I don't really know what else to say at this point. Like, seems like he's going to WWE. Wish him all the best. I think it's an awful decision. Vince McMahon booked him. Then we went, what's that on your neck? <laughs> <laughs> you have to dress a stardust now. We can't have that on TV. Do you think that's the turning point? Because he was immensely over. And then he got the tattoo. Yeah, the neck tattoo plummeted. It did feel like. Really, like, genuinely, as soon as he got it. And then, think of it this way, though. Like, WWE... Marquee name, John Cena. Yeah. Clean cut, white meat baby face. Parents will go, look at this guy. Cody's on the main event. They'll be like, ooh, neck tattoo. Yeah. I know it's silly to think it. But it's like a gang sign. You know what I mean? Well, we don't know that. It's the nightmare family. (laughs) It's almost an American flag. And you've I do you think they Gave Brandy like the Paige Van Zandt angle to try and convince Cody to stay. I, I have no idea. It's like they were booking them as if they were never going to go. Yeah. Like even Cody was cutting promos like long winded to give him 15 minutes like for the last however many months or whatever. Interesting Brody comment. Yeah. Having the balls to call themselves Brody mm. coming to this promotion. It's like, hmm, yeah, are you Brody not King. a fan of this? And I suppose if you think about when Cody joined, he was 
one of the biggest names, but now there's Mox, Danielson, yeah. Punk, you MJF can... has skyrocketed. And I think something someone posted online was, you know, what Punk has done for MJF in two months not only supersedes what Jericho took a whole year to do, but obviously Cody's association from day dot. I think that's fair enough, yeah. But, yeah, it's an odd one. And I just don't see... Unless Vince is like, roll the money truck out, we've shown them that even an EVP will come over. I, I think it's about... <clears throat> I think it's probably about pride more than money for Cody at this point. I think there's very much with AW that I think... Um, this is just from an outsized perspective entirely. This is not any like information factual or anything. Um, I definitely think that there's an element of that he saw himself as dusty for AW. Yeah. And that would include stories, booking, having that sort of level of control over more than just his character and his feuds, I guess. And it's very obvious that Tony doesn't want to give that up. I think he gave that up. It went to crap. And he was like, no, 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 no. This is my money. This is my promotion. You know, like, like any guy that's booking a territory, if he came to you for advice and was like, Look, this person doesn't want to go over, this person doesn't want to put this person over, surely the first thing you would say to them would be like, it's your promotion, dude. It's your money. You make the decisions. Yeah. And I think that's sensible from Tony at 100%. this point. And when you've got Punk, Dragon, MJF, etc., etc., do you want to pay Cody the same money? Do you want to give him that freedom to be able to book these things? Like, whatever it is that it boils down to. I don't disagree with the decision. It seems like a sensible process. Really. Yeah, from a money standpoint, you can't afford to have him yeah. in there. And I think booking himself out of the world title picture and day dot didn't help him either. Yeah, sure. There was times when he was perfectly set up to run for yeah. the title, you know. But I, as I said and shared in that message to you from an AEW standpoint, I haven't been into Hangman Adam Page's title reign until he tweeted Kane. <laughs> yeah, the stuff with Cole. Uh, yeah, stuff with Cole's been really, really fun. But yeah, I, I think I'm giving it time. I'm not judging quite yet. The ch- it's always difficult for a babyface. The chase is always better than the reign. We said the same thing as Dragon after 30. We carried on. It would be like, uh. yeah, sure. But but with with Hangman. Do you think Cole wins the belt? I think there's too much for... MJF wins the belt. <sighs> but surely MJF has to win it from a heel. If he's going to... Because he will well, get no, a Facebook a- a- if MJ- he wins. No. He- MJF will be Hangman. But at the same time, they'll elevate Wardlow. Mm. And then Wardlow will be the, the Batista storyline. To come up and... Thing is that I think once MJF has the belt, fine, full heel. Like, definitely, you can, like, the character's there is established enough that he could be full heel. Yeah. He's so good at his job, that promo this week with Punk, heart-wrenchingly good babyface promo, you know, um, that if he gets into a title picture and it looks like he's going to win the belt, almost against anyone, he's going to get cheered. Yeah, but that, that that's not what he wants, though. I... I I'm fully expecting wholeheartedly... I don't think he's got the choice, if I'm honest. <laughs> wholeheartedly, I, I, I think what will happen the next time he's in the ring with Punk is case. I lied to you. Of course I was a sports player. It didn't matter where I was. I was the best, blah, blah, blah. Mm. I wonder again if it was either just to get another week towards the pay-per-view. Still a pay-per-view. Yeah. Or it was TK going, let's test the water with Cody's going as a babyface. We've got a slot. Let's see how you get on. Interesting. Hmm. It's, it's really 
the best thing about all this is that it's actually intriguing. This is what we always say about AEW. Yeah. It's genuinely don't know. Some of the Dixie announcements, Keith Lee's very, very good. Keith Lee's not a kick down the forbidden door and knock it out of the park person. Keith Lee, had he been booked correctly in WWE, because as we said when we did our um, oh, uh, uh, Pro Wrestling Gorilla show. Baskin's Glory. Yeah. yeah. When he, um, he was the man. Yeah. They booked him probably coming out from that. Yeah. He could have been the, the big deal breaker. Absolutely. But yeah, TK's, what do you think his announcement's going to be? Streaming service? Bought ROH Video Library? Show, with, show at the Tokyo Dome? The one that seems to make Craven the most... Cottage? <laughs> I would love it to be Craven Cottage. I think Wembley Arena would do, you know. Um, no, put it outside so you know it'll definitely piss down the brain <laughs> and make it ridiculous. Imagine it's having... Like West imagine, London, you know? Having bloody Penta go up to the top right and a rainy Wednesday in London. Oh, God. It's pray Seidel's booked because you know something's <laughs> going to happen. Um, I, I think it's he's bought ROH. That's a, it seems to be the thing that makes the most sense to me. I suppose that could also be another reason why signing up a lot of the roster because great then that's your develop- that's your NXT if it's Okada it won't be a person though he's Okada's Okada's coming Here's at some thing, point right? so fuck um, KSA so <laughs> the I show not the country put down my notes for this so if you look at Okada's journey in New Japan right he was the guy had the best title run one of the greatest title runs of all time of any promotion ever um he had the kenny omega stuff he's done the tanahashi stuff he's he's like had done the naito stuff there's almost nowhere to go he's done the jay white stuff yeah. you know new japan have a crop of guys that need to now step up because the, the product is well, you've got evil Sonada all under there. You've still got Shingo, yeah. who can now have another worthwhile run at the top, ready to carry that company. Yeah. Shota so, as well? Yeah, sure. There, there's certainly a level of guys that are kind of in the way a little bit. Naito, Okada, Tanahashi. Like, and, the, and Tanahashi's going nowhere. Um, I don't think Naito's going anywhere either. Okada, I don't think has much of a reason to stay. And so, can you imagine if Kenny Omega returns, let's say after a Hangman page, say Adam Cole victory, MJF, Punk, whatever it is, Omega comes back to try and challenge for the belt, and at the end of the night, whatever it is, you just hear, ding, 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 and it's like that Okada pop, you know? But whilst we are aware of the talents of Okada, Mm. is he a needle shifter? Will people tune in on TBS to see this unknown Japanese superstar? Is he a big enough name sure. to, to actually have that impact? Yes. because the, I think Does the prob- that matter to Tony Khan? Well, this is, this is the thing. Because like, <laughs> to him, like Keith Lee was the big signing. Because obviously, he's an, he's an indie fan. So obviously, having Keith Lee on his roster sure. must be a dream come true. Yeah. You saw how much of a big fan he was of Christian because of the build-up. He's like, I have got the biggest signing in the world. Edge was too expensive, so we've got Christian. <laughs> yeah, sure. So, I, 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 yeah, I, I wouldn't disagree that TK would find it the, the one to have. Mm. But I wonder from an investment standpoint, although not being funny, a card that did nothing in TNA. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> so, the big thing that I I 
came to realization of during the week that I think I messaged you about was realistically, Tony Khan has an endless pit of money. Unless Fulham get promoted. <laughs> Which they have. Well, they're coming, they're coming up, aren't they? they yeah, yeah, they've been promoted. They won the league. Like, they've done it. They were the points there. They came first, so they're promoted. Well, look, this is February. But I'm talking about now. They're, they're, in, they're leading the championship, so they're coming back up. Yeah. But they haven't won the league yet, have they? I know, I, Mitro- I, I know Mitrovic has smashed goals, but we've still got three months of the season left. I'm, I'm pretty sure they're already promoted. Jesus. Yeah, I, I swear Tony Khan tweeted the other day, congratulations, Fulham, off to the Premier League sort of thing. <laughs> I might be wrong. It's not like I pay attention to championship football very much, but when we get round to this, case, <laughs> congratulations, uh, Fulman, Fulham's under fifteen ladies for winning the uh, youth cup. He may have. Who knows? Like I don't really pay attention very much. Um, but like it's it's just this prospect of like Tony Khan's other businesses, like the, even the American football team, makes so much money that like realistically he doesn't need AEW to make money. Like it needs to do viewership, it needs to stay on television, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But it's like. If he wanted Okada and he was just like, I can burn a couple of million and bring in the greatest wrestler in existence to come and wrestle for me and wrestle Kenny Omega, JY, blah, blah, blah. Like he'll kill his relationship with New Japan because they will hate him for taking Okada. But as you said, what what's at this moment in time in New Japan, hmm. outside of Okada and maybe giving Moxley his match with Tanahashi. Sure. What else is there for AEW to really need? Yeah. There, there is the prospect of Ibushi Omega and doing that payoff. That never really kind of got paid off in that big main event slot. You know? Yeah, but again, I, surely like the amount of time left on Ibushi's contract now hmm. can't be far off. And then by the time, if he's Most gone through... Japan run, get like one-year contracts. Yeah. Golden lovers. Like, it's very possible that this could happen. Like, people seem to be completely overlooking it. Because I think Tony Khan's smart enough to know that he can't kill New Japan. And if he takes their top stars, there's a chance it kills it. Problem is, though, they, if it's a card now, mm-hmm. they've still got to run through Omega Cole, Undisputed Era versus Elite. Sure. First. But as a, as a, if you were booking AEW, Someone went, you can have Okada, wouldn't you go, fuck everything, bring in Okada, have him have the belt. Possibly not, though. If, he, if I know I can get him in a year's time. You don't know wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you book Okada. He wins. No, that's a murder clown. <laughs> well, yeah, to be fair, if you can have murder clown, he beats Okada. But like, that's the only person in the world that beats Did him. Did you see that Psycho Clown might yeah. actually lose a mask versus mask match? Mm. We'll see, eh? Very disappointed. But, you know... We should probably talk about the promotion. We don't have to go like blow by blow, match by match, but did you watch the pre-show? I did, yes. Genuinely, I had many issues with this because this was uh, Miz versus Ray with Dominic Mysterio at ringside. First of all, face manager cheating and distracting the heel wrestler. Not good. I thought, okay, this is planting the seeds to have Dominic versus Ray at Mania. He's going to cost Ray the match or it's going to be the first like miscommunication, he's going to twat Ray with the chair, sorry dad, sorry dad, all that stuff build it up to Mania. Mm. We're a month away from Mania. I don't know what happened on Raw last night, to be honest, I don't care. I saw a picture of Becky, uh, she's been attacked with uh, Bianca Bella's hair. Right. <clears throat> Steve Austin back yet? Well, hmm, interesting. Kevin Owens wearing a cowboy hat. The most important thing that happened on Raw last night was uh, Damien Priest turned heel. 
Oh, because they've completely fucked this. Damien Priest was a very good babyface. He's dropped the belt to Balor, has he? Uh, um, sure. <laughs> I watch Raw. That's my job. <laughs> <coughs> not COVID, not COVID. No, it's not COVID. I'm just a bit... I live in a house full of dust and stuff. Um, so, um, Priest turned heel. In the very next segment, Edge turned heel. Edge turned heel? Hang on a minute. But he was going to wrestle Edge. Ah, oh, now face AJ Styles. Yeah. Uh, okay. It's fucking stupid. Uh, Ray had good Riddler gear. That was fun. Uh, Dom is wearing a plaid shirt and it has the chaos emblem on the back. Warhammer. <laughs> <laughs> good lad. Right. Ray's Saudi gear. Sure. Very nice. Nice yeah. touch. But I really hope that someone ribbed him. Can I have something like peace or something written in Arabic on the back of my trunks? <laughs> and so I was like, I'll write that on the back of your trunks. Chicken corn on the back of your <laughs> yeah. Again, relatively pacey opening match. Fans stuck in traffic as they put over on commentary. That's why the stadium was still empty. Miz, once again, selling out that pre-show. Yeah, sure. Miz, I, I thought they might go Miz and Maurice versus Corey Graves and Carmella at Mania. For, a, for a, another couple's match. Sure. Not at Saudi, they wouldn't. No, God, no. <laughs> I mean, you thought you thought the ladies were risque. Maurice had rocked out. Well, I've got a, comment, uh, uh, a note here that says, uh, commentary talk about Miz not being distracted by Maurice because she's not here. Uh, if she were here, she'd be in a chamber of a different kind. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yes. I mean, there are going to be many of these, but <coughs> yeah, lots of like, the end sequence, like, so, Dominic has the chair. Mm. Miz kicks the steps to pretend he's been hit by a steel chair. Yeah. Now, the commentary go, oh, it's like Eddie Guerrero. And and more importantly, Miz, Eddie Guerrero ever. If he's hit him with a steel chair, Uh why would the Miz still be standing? Yeah, that's partially annoying. And and also, he more was selling his face technically. So I mean, wrestling, but and we all know what the noise spot. a steel chair makes. It makes the noise of it hitting someone's hand. Yeah, cling rather than hitting steel steps. Clang. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I was uneasy with this finish and the fact that afterwards they did the double six one nine. Oh, we're all having a lovely time. Right, this has achieved nothing. Faces double teaming a heel. That's how it works, right? Wrestling, isn't it? Yeah. So, um, there's your cats. That'll probably be another chunk of wallpaper torn oh. off the wall. <laughs> I was like, what's that noise? Is that wind? I'm going to, I'm going to choose to ignore it and get <laughs> okay. very disappointed. Oh, dear. Uh, so, Ray rolled up Miz for the one, two, three. Ray wins. Uh, crock of shit. Mysterio's be up heel post match. Booyaka, booyaka, 619. Uh, so, the pre show panel, did you watch any of this or did you just kind of fast forward to the I, matches? I, I just watched the match. So I tried to watch some of it. I don't know. Oh, hang on. Pre-show panel, this was Rosenberg, Matt Camp, and New Lady. Yes. I'm glad you had the names because I didn't know who these people were. <laughs> I knew who Rosenberg was because he's a crappy podcaster. But um, <laughs> Nothing wrong with crappy podcasters. <laughs> um, they, they literally, for an hour, shout at each other. Yeah. Like, they don't know how to talk or communicate. They just shout opinions at each but other. But that's what they learned at the Performance Center. <sighs> Never before on a pre-show panel have I gone. Oh, I wish Sam Roberts was here. <laughs> yeah, I like Sam Roberts. I know a lot of people don't. I think he's very entertaining. He's a very good dick. Well, that, that he's he's obviously evolved to be that dick character because to yeah. be on WWE TV. I've always liked Sam Roberts. Maybe it's because 
I used to listen to his kind of serious shows occasionally. Yeah. They had like good comedians and good kind of like, it's very um, like stand-up routine-ish at times. And he was kind of like the intern to start with. He was kind of the guy that got picked on and developed into quite a good radio broadcaster, podcaster, whatever. So I think maybe because I was knew him before WWE, yeah. I think maybe if you just saw him as the annoying character that he plays on TV. But he does it so well. That's the thing. Yeah. For, for, for that sort of pundit to be able to do it, cut off the like the, the curly locks to be a bit more wrestling. Sure, yeah. And I'll probably Vince McMahon going, that hair, you look like <laughs> one of those people. Mm. Cut off your hair. Mm. Yeah, sure. But, Vince, eh? After the pre-show panel... Wait, 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 wait. I had a bit of a thought process about oh, okay. this pre-show panel. How Which one's you... boffing her? <laughs> <laughs> Firstly, they actually laid out the people on the, the table properly this time. And have two people in the middle bit and one person just off to the side. Yep. So it's much more pleasant to see. But um, how much do you think they get paid to talk shit on this pre-show? Not. As in the, the performers slash presenters? Yeah, the three of them that are on this table. Oh, fuck all. It seems like the easiest job in the world. Yeah, they're, they're paid very little. Because like Matt Camp does all the uh, the stuff on the bump, which is like Kayla Braxton's social show that's on YouTube and the network. Hmm. Rosenberg's obviously got his radio stuff and gets to go as a fan and be involved in the business he likes. And Pretty Lady is there because she's replaceable Pretty Lady. Like yeah, Mitchell sure. McKenzie? Or, or, or New Renee? <laughs> I'm very impressed that you know these names. Is that the right one? I have no idea. I mean, it is now. Ninety <laughs> percent. Oh, the Mackenzie Mitchell. TV. That's it. Sorry, that's <laughs> I have no idea what their names are. I'm terrible with names. I don't remember my neighbor's name. I met her like a few days ago. <laughs> uh, but that's you, you've moved house. I've lived here, best part of two years now, and I couldn't tell you what their names are. I've something, but I know that their cat is called George, and since the <laughs> pandemic, George the cat has got very fat. Oh, good old George. Um, so uh, th- this pre-show is basically 90% we've got Roman Reigns in it and and also they might as well have gone we've got Roman Reigns and he's learned about Saudi so his private jet gets out of here sharpish so his match is on first yeah fucking A um, this is the point I wanted to bring up about Roman Reigns here because they show him a lot in this pre-show so I was just like starting... magnesium wanking claw oh. um, so you know he has a needle mover t-shirt yeah isn't because WWE... he loves pencil dicks <laughs> Isn't WWE doing the lowest ratings it's ever done? Well, depends what sort of needle. If it's the bank balance needle, they're doing all right. <laughs> yeah. In terms, it's meant to be about ratings, right? Not in a content company. No. Not this t-shirt. It's just this t-shirt. Oh, well, who knows? Mm. I, I, I just assumed it was small dick mover. <laughs> Fair enough. He's a needle mover. <laughs> The, the, the fanboys get a boner when heel Roman turns on. Up it goes. You don't want to get too far over because it goes flat again. I get what other people see about Roman. Okay, I get that he's he's got a good promo. He does now, yeah. He's a stylish sort of chap. He can do wrestling. He is not the rock, but carry on. <laughs> yeah. To that extent, I don't really get it still if i bought the rock on wish (laughs) yeah there is that element to him that it's like it's like he's now portrays a person that really believes that they are the best okay that's very important to have a top guy that can have that emotion that feeling and 
when anyone talks about wrestling they're always like oh look there's this and this and this but oh roman reigns is great and is he i'm not sure still he is only getting to main event because brock is there i mean brock lesnar face brock lesnar how many times can you do brock roman well this is has it be interesting this is a unification match now Till they announce a new title on Raw the next night after Roman wins everything. Yeah, Rock goes away. Video podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, they can't. But the problem is they bat themselves into a corner. And mm. what are their marquee matches at Mania? Knoxville versus Sami Zayn. Yeah, sure. Logan Paul and the Miz versus is it Mysterios? <laughs> Probably. So great. They're bringing back Austin, and by the time we we've got this out and promoted, I've remembered to share this on Facebook. Vince would have been on Pat McAfee's show yeah. to start that potential fruit, which should be Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory. Yeah. And then what Can they you should imagine do, if it's Pat versus Vince? It'll be fucking awful. <laughs> but I'll crash WrestleMania. It's going to be amazing. But what I th- imagine it will be is something stupid like this. Um, Vince will be like, Austin! Austin! Steve Austin will appear. Yeah. And then Vince will go, you're just called Theory now. <laughs> and that's all I want from that storyline. It'll be very interesting to see how it turns out. Like I would quote myself as saying, these stupid fucking cunts don't know anything beyond here's a celebrity, have them wrestle. I think that's Not everyone's super... going to be as good as Bad Bunny, though. Yeah, Against sure. John Superstar. Like Pat McAfee, oh, okay. I love the matches he had. Yeah, his matches with Adam but, Cole were really good. But he's opposite Adam Cole and the Undisputed Era guys. Like, they could put on good matches with a broomstick. You know what I mean? Like, they are not Vince McMahon. Yeah. Or whoever the fuck he's going to be wrestling. What was his comment he made the other day? He was like, oh, I love working for you, Michael Carvin. In fact, you tried to get me fired on the first day for wearing shorts at Mania. Sure, yeah. I want to throw it out here while we're talking about this. We'll go and rest the show in a second. I think Austin Theory is a bit shit. He is shit. He's just an evolved buyout that Vince has gone, you've got a physique, mm. and my real son doesn't work here anymore. It's I, weird, man. I don't, People seem to be talking about this guy like he's the next Austin or Rock or something. I'm just like, I don't see it yet. No, he's not. He's, not. he's got Tyler Breeze's gimmick. Yeah. And Brock Lesnar. From 10 years ago. <laughs> Brock Lesnar threw him off a pod. It's fucking great. All right. So Undisputed Era champ or whatever it's called. <laughs> the Roman Reigns. Current champion. Uh, Roman Reigns, the current Carlo Riley champion. <laughs> Versus the Goldieberg. Uh, they really played this up. Like two years ago, this match should have happened. But Goldberg's a lot older now. He's two years old. Yeah, yeah. He's lost every match since. But, you know, he's up for this one. How do they phrase yeah, it? Yeah, he still beat the Fiend. <laughs> Uh, oh fuck it I'll go through the notes quickly uh, Champ comes out first fuck this company uh, stupid with the really horrible like fake plastic 3D Roman Reigns because they might be like <sighs> is yeah. someone in like, a production truck really proud of this going look at this really really shit piece of 3D they love out. using it they use it all the time it's augmented reality is what Ooh. it's called or AR for sure um, but big old face pop for this heel champion is always with Roman and the, and the Usos come out and go, huh, we're not working this weekend. <laughs> we'll try. We'll take our money. Thank you, Crown Prince, for your money. We've got fingers. <laughs> <laughs> Only one, though. Only one. <laughs> and it goes straight out, Roman. <laughs> uh, Roman cuts name ring promo. Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. Acknowledge me. 17 guns were then fired. 
Sure. And uh, half of Roman went to Turkey, and the other part <laughs> went, went to Russia. Home. I don't know. <laughs> Ukraine. Anyway, uh, that's not a funny trick. Well, uh, so Goldberg in his shitty Brock, uh, Brock match WrestleMania twenty black and white trim pants. You know, yeah, it's not Goldberg. No, he needs to be wearing proper black pants. Yeah. And if they're going back to Saudi later this year, and yeah. Austin is around, <clears throat> fucking just give me Goldberg versus Austin in Saudi where no one cares. Just oh, give God. it, just give it to me, and let him stunner him straight away. Walk out and go, "There's your streak." <laughs> what? <laughs> Streaking your pants, asshole. You know, <laughs> I'm a needle mover, damn it. <laughs> Why did they change Goldberg's entrance? Um, it's Goldberg's entrance. Well, he, he's the last time Goldberg did his entrance in case he killed the Undertaker. Yeah, that's a fair point. <laughs> <laughs> but they've only got the spooky pyro. They haven't got the pyro that he stands in it and breathes out and all this sort of stuff. They. I'm sorry, Mister McMahon. We only have lethal weapons if you want the firing. We've got these sparklers. <laughs> Yeah, to be fair. Uh, commentary keeps saying that Goldie uh, was in a funk. He wasn't himself. He's Gosh, fine funk. now, though. Shame he loses the match, so kind of shits on everything they were saying. But... And of course he's in a funk. He realises that he's just got his contractual obligation with WWE. He doesn't get a Saudi payday. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> I wonder if the boys are getting any more money now. Now it's been proven to be quite a nice time. Because we see throughout the... Uh... What, in Saudi shows? Yeah, because they used to get big money for doing the Saudi shows. But now... We'll pre-tape SmackDown. We'll fly over there nicely. Yeah. We'll always make sure we don't cut the video feed. And we'll all fly home nicely. I suspect everyone probably gets a little bonus. I think the top guys like Goldberg, Reigns, etc. probably get paid tons of money to do these shows. Quick question, well, though, I don't think they'd be here. About these Saudi shows. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, the, la- what, the, the last Saudi show pre-pandemic yeah. was awful based on political issues that were happening with our, a missing journalist. Oh, um, there was one. Like, oh, there was one just right after, because it was it. the last show we did together before the, the pandemic. Yeah. And everyone said they were going to boycott that show mm. and it'd be rubbish. And why would people bother doing it? Since the first lockdown, mm-hmm. have people, like, like we're saying now, oh, people have forgotten about the pandemic. Have people forgotten that they were faux social media angry about these shows in 2020? Because <laughs> yeah. now you keep hearing like the shows they did last year. They're like, this is one of the best shows WWE have run in years. The fans are really up for it. And the people who watched this show, it wasn't bad, but it certainly wasn't the level of people going, oh, it's going to be difficult for Mania to top this. No, it's not. Mania will top this. Because it's ma- night one of WrestleMania will this, night you know. one of WrestleMania will top this. <laughs> night two will not. <coughs> um, I genuinely don't know about this year. The WrestleMania card looks so iffy to me at this point. Like maybe this show will be better than Mania. Like night two of WrestleMania last year was awful. That's because we were treated with Samoa Joe and a poncho in the rain. Sure, night one was amazing. It was so much fun. But and even, even the matches event. and the stories and stuff were really good. Yeah. It was just accompanied by mayhem, which made it even more fun, you know. And first show back with fans. And yeah, Vince McMahon, sure. where have you been? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Goldberg went to the Lex Luger School of Selling. I've made this joke before, but it's still funny. Uh, they do a couple of spears. Roman does a guillotine. Goldie goes out. Roman wins. I don't care. I am not happy about this amount of faces never tapping out anymore. They've got to pass out. Yeah. It's bullshit. Tap out. It's a bit, it means more <laughs> if they tap out. 
And Goldie, as it was his last show on yeah. this current contract, before we need a KSA to bring him back, tap the fuck out. Because that would have meant more for Roman. Oh, he chokes him out, but he never gave up. <laughs> no, he did. Because he technically got to protect Goldberg, mate. He's important, you know? Yeah, he's going to be 60 soon. <laughs> So, um, yeah, Roman wins. Uh, Goldberg's still shit, apparently, after many, many matches recently where he's lost and been crap. I guess Dolph Ziggler was the last guy he squashed. Fiend, maybe? Mm. Mm, fiend. I, I'll always remember that with like the Bray Wyatt standing behind him before the lights went out. I genuinely think Bray Wyatt on the inside there going, you fucking piece of shit. Absolutely. If he wasn't mouthing that underneath that mask, I don't know. Yeah. You know, awful, awful, awful. Why is he not rocked up in AW? I know he's doing films. Do you think he's done? Mm, I don't know. I genuinely don't. Or do you no think he's waiting to come back? I mean, there's an announcement coming up. <laughs> Who knows? Could be Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt versus Edge at Mania would be very interesting for a one-off. Yeah, do you think Vince would bring him back? Do you think he'd go back to Vince after how he was treated? That's all. It's all tabloid conjecture. Mm. Sure. Well, at least we know Braun Strowman's not going back because him and EC3 have uh, formed their anti-vax promotion. <laughs> they have indeed, yep. Um, so- <laughs> hang on, let's get the list of... Co- oh, hang on, wait. No, we haven't booked Austin Theory. It's not an anti-vax one until we get Austin Theory. Uh, commentary tell us Roman will face Brock at Mania. But also Brock is in the chamber tonight for the other top title. You know, the one with that big old piece of shit Vincent Mann booked into a pit of oblivion with Big E. Who's Big E? Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> Big E obviously did the right thing and was like, I am not coming here. Yeah, sure, man. I feel so bad for Bobby Lashley and Big E. Well, Bobby Lashley's got injured. Yeah. So I think that <laughs> like that that changed the plans, you know. Well, uh, and, and and also and also this approach. Who injured Bobby Lashley? Mm. Vince. Who injured Bobby Lashley? Uh, Sting. <laughs> Sting doesn't work here anymore. That's because I fired him. <laughs> so, uh, Women's Chamber. It's <laughs> too many jokes. <laughs> too many jokes. Let's just put, put it down to this was like every form of like modern string fellows you'll ever see. <laughs> Yeah, I was thinking more about the fact that we're in Saudi and, you know, there's a women's chamber. I was. I, I, I understood where you're going, but I'm going for more the more obvious of the guesthouse paradiso, Liv Morgan. Yeah. In a, I've got what, another joke about this, but we'll get to that in a second. Oh. <laughs> All of the ladies, we've, you know, we've already touched on the gear. Ladies Elimination Chamber. I still think it was poor booking having the chamber in Saudi. I understand why oh, they absolutely. had to do it with timing. Yeah. But you could have still had a multi-man match. Do great balls of fire in KSA. Why not? Is that better? The oil (laughs) refinery is on fire. Then there's balls of flames. I'll just call it Crown Jewel or something, you know? Vince McMahon. Yeah, but he can't anymore because they've got to deal with the egg. (laughs) These are the only jewels we're allowed to name on the show now. egg. Yeah, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Which is still the best thing. Promote Survivor Series. Do a deal with The Rock for his movie about the egg. And The Rock was like, oh, I'm not coming. Here's was an it egg. The Rock's movie? Wasn't it Batista's movie? It was Rock and Roll and Reynolds. Was oh, it Batista's, Rock and Reynolds? Yeah, Batista's the zombie one, isn't it? I had the zombies and Damien Priest and Miz get ate by a zombie and stuff. Yeah. Oh, well, it all blends into one big section of bullshit, isn't it? You know? Oh, uh, that's where Johnny Superstar went. Sorry, John Superstar. <laughs> Triple A champion, Johnny Superstar. Parkour. How, how dare you? No, because uh, 
good old Viking O Junior will not let any fucking reprobate take that belt. You just English sized his name. I had to so deliberately. Much. <laughs> John Superstar and Vikingo. Viking via Go Go. <laughs> so this women's chamber match is um Bianca Bella. Let's get some responses to each of these names as we go through. I love Bianca Bella. Yeah, fucking A. Dewdrop. Love Piper. The name? Love Piper Niven. <laughs> Rhea Ripley. Never never done it for me. Interesting. Okay. Nikki A.S.H. I do enjoy Nikki Storm pre-WWE. <laughs> Liv Morgan. Oh, sorry. I've just become a needle mover. <laughs> Telekinesis Bliss. <laughs> Poor Alexa Bliss. Sure. We'll roll you out for Saudi and then put you back on the shelf. Uh, this, the whole thing is just why bring her back and do these sessions which you've done with so many other people and you know that it works but <sighs> but Vir Mahan's coming he's got a last name what <laughs> just Veer isn't it oh, that was his name when he was his part of a, <laughs> when he tagged with Shenky I didn't know he had a last name <laughs> cool um, so Viper is a heel now but doesn't act like a heel most of the match Creative control, baby. <laughs> Nikki is apparently a heel, so an underdog a superhero heel? She's a superhero now. But a heel? Yeah, her and Rhea Ripley, they, they're in a feud. Huh. About the tag belts. You know those women tag belts that exist? Yeah. Good thing they they've also got, got two of them, don't they? Good thing they've got those NXT women's tag belts, which are held by Toxic Attraction, who, I, in fairness, I like that faction. Mm-hmm. Because Gigi Dolan is in the faction. Sure, she is. Yeah, she's awesome. She's an excellent wrestler. Yes. And a good Twitter follow. I don't follow her on Twitter. Maybe I do follow her on Twitter. I think I follow her on Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) I like pretty pictures. What can I say? Uh, So is Liv... (laughs) Got the line wrong. So... Is Liv Shinsuke Nakamura? <laughs> Kinshasa Nakamura. <laughs> and we're done. That's it. Finish it now. Nakamura. I've got loads of these. Uh, so the bodysuits are really in fashion in WWE's women's division, apparently. I love a bit of a bodysuit. I have seen these on a regular basis on other wrestling mm. channels i watch yep absolutely. such as pornhub.com yes that one yeah it's really difficult to be a card details in that one though mm, true true um <laughs> bliss is introduced last but goes into a pod with a custom swing i've seen that on the internet before <laughs> i'm so fucked off so we've had the champion out first the last two people of the chamber Wait. oh it's so infuriating they're like, oh, she's making a big return. She has to come out last. So we're just going to change everything we've ever fucking done when it comes to the entrances for this fucking... I don't think it was that. I genuinely think it was this going, okay, Alexa's out next. No, no, she can't come out. We haven't fit the swing. What? <laughs> we haven't fit the swing. Um, Okay. Can we put someone else in the pod? No, you can't put Nikki Ash on a swing. That just wouldn't work. Alexa goes out last. Sure. Fuck. <laughs> It's it's this brash arrogance of like, uh, don't remember what we've done in the past. 
just 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 pay attention to what we do now. Just accept it. It's okay. But no, it's, it's, Alexa it's, Bliss is uh, part of the WWE like equivalent of the Marvel Universe. So she's she's Nick Khan's Harley Quinn, right? Right? Billion yeah. dollars, mate. They know what they're doing. Vince Man doesn't see anything wrong with the product because he made a billion dollars. I would defend the Marvel Universe at this point, but recently it's not been my favorite thing in the world. So anyway, um, yeah, Eternals. <laughs> All fucking movie. Eternal? They're a beautiful girl band. <laughs> Isn't oh. that what uh, Louise Redknapp used to be in? Eternal? Yeah, it was, yeah. They covered the uh, Under the Bridge, didn't they? That was All Saints. Oh. <laughs> I don't know why I said that with such pride. <laughs> ah, girl bands from the 90s. <laughs> if you want to be my lover. Uh, that was <laughs> a Spice Girls. <laughs> Mate, Jay I'm Frick- making Chris- it up <laughs> together. <laughs> ah, Gabrielle. <laughs> Oh, quickly back on the Spice Girls. I remember once, again, obviously a teenage boy in the Spice Girls there, Jerry mm. Halliwell, very attractive lady. Mm. Teenage boy, girl, attractive. Sure, okay, yeah. And there was a thing in the uh, in the Daily Star, Rich, that right. was there. Oh, it's a <laughs> classy publication, if ever there was one. <laughs> I read it for the articles. Oh, yes, of course. The financial information there was fucking phenomenal. But there was a thing on it, and it, it was, I, I remember it very well. The day was the 1st of April. It's obviously left an impression. Oh, mate, it has. I think it was the 1st of April, and it would have been probably 1997 or 1998. You've got the date? <laughs> okay, You'll, you'll find out why in a second. Okay, okay. So, and then in the Daily Star, or the Daily Sport, actually. It probably was the Daily Sport. Even classier. Even classier. In it, bruv. And it was Jerry Halliwell on page three. Because this is the time that the, the nudes of her pre-Spice Girl career, where she was nude modelling, had been released. And obviously, mm. I found this paper, the 1st of April, and it said, if you submerge this image in water, the dress disappears and to reveal the naked pictures. <laughs> fucking hormone-induced teenage movies like, get it in the fucking water. <laughs> and obviously, it just mulched. And I realised... Like an April Fool joke, isn't it? April Fools, yeah, of course. Uh, scumbags. But then the internet came up and I found those fucking pictures and had a lovely time. Uh, so, <laughs> Dewdrop is the first out of the pod. Uh, her gimmick now seems to be that she does a little shitty shim- shoulder shimmy thing. She is also loud and Scottish. <laughs> Stereotype tick. But this thing she does with her shoulders... Is now her gimmick? I mean, I like to do that sometimes because then I get like that lovely click in the back. Yeah, sure. It's really nice. It's very adjusting. It's lovely. Uh, Ripley out of her pod next. Now, you said you weren't the biggest fan of Ripley. I think she's one of the best people in this match. She's a good worker, but the character does nothing how they've killed it. Again, from mm. NXT. They had the big yeah. build for her, but it's the same thing where they killed Shayna Baszler. Did not realise Shayna Baszler and Dakota Kai were a an item together. I did not know that. Oh, cool. Me neither. Um... Shayna Baszler should have been booked as a killer yeah. on the main roster. Asuka uh, should have booking. never lost yeah, on the main roster. Yeah. She should have been going into a mania undefeated for three years. Mm. But Shayna Baszler certainly, like all that stuff with Nia Jax, what should have happened yeah. is Shayna Baszler should have physically beaten the shit out of Nia Jax to send her off again. She'll probably be in control of your narrative. I mean, yeah. Don't want that vax, you know? 
They fired me because I would go near Roman, but my family didn't defend me. <laughs> You're not really part of that family, though, Naya. I don't know the connection at all. Yeah. Is she? I, I hang out with Tamina. Okay. And look sure. what her father did. Oh, went off the cage. Yeah. Don't know what you're talking about, officer. That's nothing. <laughs> so, um, Rhea eliminates Nikki with a road dog pump handle slam. Uh. uh commentary calls Rhea the nightmare. They may need to change that name soon. <laughs> like poor, poor Ni- Nikki Cross. It's a case of, we've got this great guy coming up from NXT called Carrion Cross. So you're going to have to be Nikki A.S.H. Yeah, sure. Oh, okay. He's, he's going to be a big deal. So I'm really sorry we're going to take his name. Okay. Well, I'm probably going to get released. Look at his helmet! <laughs> <laughs> Needle mover? <laughs> uh, Bliss out of the pod next. Spots in it. Uh, Rhea Ripley, uh, I, I think she's awesome here, but that is what it is. Uh, Liv also... Wait, what have I been? I watched the show a week or so ago, so like, you know, a lot's happened in that time. Uh, Liv almost loses her leg after getting tangled up in the ring post. Oh, I remember now. <laughs> that was brutal. <laughs> Jesus. Only the second most brutal spot on the show, though. <coughs> What's number one? Uh, Madcap Moss and Drew McIntyre. Oh, yeah, that was beautiful. Uh, Sunset Powerbomb out the corner has Liv eliminating Viper. Uh, Belair is incredible. She is, yeah. Why have they ever had her lose at this point? It makes no sense to but me. Becky but Becky Lynch is back. Yeah, sure. But Bianca Belair and Van Wickedle uh, attest this. A couple of, I think it was the, the, just before the pandemic here, NXT did their annual combine, okay, which is like their big sports event, but they streamed it live on the network. It was I like six it was a and thing. a half hours yeah. of content. Yeah. And I'd not seen Bianca Belair in NXT at that stage. I, it must have been like a year before that, uh, thinking about it, because two unknowns were just rinsing the competition. There was Bianca Belair and Montez Ford. <laughs> and, they, and they had people like, Matt Bloom on commentary and like Tino Sabatelli would come along and do some commentary. Road Dog would come along and do some commentary. And the best part was watching Malcolm Bivens try and join in because in fair play to him, like, <laughs> he, he went for it. But there is athletes doing like this standing vertical jump and then his poor Bivens is like... <laughs> <laughs> He's a good lad though. I love Bivens. Yeah, funny as They'll ruin him on the main roster because Vince Mann will go, you can tell people there'll be a tag team match. Yeah. Yeah, fucking A. Jesus Christ, that's exactly where I'll end up. Oh man, that's sad to think about, isn't it? Um, so more Bel Air, Rhea, please. I, they're just so incredible running spots here. So much fun. Twisted Bliss. Alexa eliminates Naka Morgan. Uh, KOD, Bel Air eliminates Rhea. <laughs> yeah, pop me too. Um, just leaves uh, Bliss and Bel Air. A few sloppy spots and reversals. KOD. Bella is going to WrestleMania. She'll have to beat Becky at Mania. Has to be Becky at Mania. Now, now she gets her rematch. She gets the belt. Right, right in the wrong from SummerSlam. Yep, that's the story. And Charlotte and Ronda are also there. They are indeed. Yep. Will that um, main event? Because <laughs> that, that's on the Saturday and Roman Brock's on the Sunday. I guarantee you, if Austin comes back, he main events night one. Against Austin, no, against Kevin, Steve Austin, yeah, and Steve. Blank versus uh, Seth and Kevin, Kevin Owens, won't it? Yeah, yeah. Do you reckon they'll tag it? God, that'd be such a waste. But I mean, Austin ain't gonna go anymore, is he? So I don't know. 
You think Steve Austin can still go? I think Steve Austin can still go. You see him kick Byron Saxon in the balls when he tried to do a stunner on that pandemic crawl, though. <laughs> I mean, who wouldn't want to kick Byron Saxon I mean, in the balls? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I blame Saxon. Yeah, definitely Saxon's fault. Yeah. I th- no, I think Austin can still go. Broken neck. Well, Kurt Angle won a gold medal with his, so yeah, come on, Austin. Dude, Austin is not Kurt Angle. Come on. One thing that baffles me now, billion dollar company, billion dollar company. Mm-hmm. All these, you must retire. We can't have the risk with you. Sorry, Steve, you can't come to risk with you. Ed oh, Dragon We Page, haven't made yeah. any new. Well, Paige is still in purgatory because she asked for a union. Yeah. And isn't in 2K22. Yeah, a third of the roster is not. Yeah. They'll all enjoy their checks. Go on, carry on with your point, sorry. But it's... Oh, fucking completely forgot where I was going. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. So Bobo gets a promo video. He can jump high and he's got muscles in it. Uh, Titus O'Neil does sports with some... <laughs> I can't say this. <laughs> I even wrote in brackets, timestamp. I'm a very bad person. Um, I didn't say it though, so it's okay. Uh, don't cancel me. Uh, Flair and Deville versus Ronda Rousey and Naomi are next. <laughs> People think we had a month away because of the content we put in our last podcast. It's a good thing we didn't put that one in there. <laughs> yeah, sure. I mean, it was funny with the beeps. Think of the fun you could be having on Supermarket Suite. <laughs> right, this this tag match. So obviously all the ladies again. Right, yes. Sonia. Yeah. I'd expect her to wear this. Charlotte Flair. Maybe I'd expect her to wear this. She's wearing red, isn't she? Mm. Naomi. Sorry. Naomi wears this gear all the time anyway. Great. Yeah. Rhonda obviously forgot her PE kit and to borrow something from Lost Project. And obviously I understand it's the Olympic G and everything. I understand that. But yeah, yeah. in comparison, it's not Ronda's style. Ronda isn't going to be a lady to come out in PVC like, f- fully fully covered. So I understand the um, the symbolism of it for her Olympic win. But it just genuinely did look like a case of, do you forget your gear? Always pack your gear, Ronda. Sure, yeah. The one hand tied behind your back. Yeah. Sonia Deville did the big reveal of my arms work, my arms work. I left it in my house invasion. My arms work. Sure. Um, Sonia Deville before the whole house invasion thing. I kind of I saw a lot of potential in her and like really thought that she'd be something quite special. Um, <clears throat> since the authority character thing, where like they have the literal. Do you know this gimmick? Have you seen enough that you understand that when she takes off her jacket? She's literally available to fire, but when she's wearing the jackets, you can't hit her is the gimmick. Dutch is the Queensby rules, right? <laughs> yeah, sure. That's exactly what it is. It's pro pro Yeah, whatever. Um, I, I, I do think it's just though, really specific and strange and meta, but like in the wrong way, you know. It's it's odd that they seem to have just bitched this character out to what was something quite special into this just like you're an authority figure just go out and sell for charlotte flair and rousey and stuff you know but but again to uh, obviously you know, I, I made the sort of quite inappropriate comment about like the, the broke on but in all seriousness like you mentioned the house invasion the fact that sonia deville is back out wrestling in public after that horrific experience that she went to sure and i remember seeing the footage of her even being confronted by the lad in the house. Oh, Jesus. Before I've not seen that. rocketing out. It's so spooky and yeah. so awful. So 
I do wonder if a lot of the the heel character, like being on TV as an authority pre-tape stuff again, is just allowing her to get back into it because be, yeah, yeah, I yeah, no, yeah, awful. I, and I know the person claims to obviously be mentally unstable and everything, but it still doesn't make it right that her and um, Mandy Rose had to experience that. It's like, and it's silly things like that. You know, you see it to not try and take us down a, a too much of a dark path, but. Thank God Mandy Rose was staying there with them so they had a different car to get out and escape with. Because well, if it was just happened? Sonya Deville there by the story, herself. Really. I know yeah. I know the incident happened, but yeah. that's about it. Awful. So I think like Jeez. confronted, they he went somewhere else and they ran away or out through the garage, got in the car and just drove off. Fucking hell. Yeah. Jesus. Awful stuff. But the fact that yeah, so the fact she's back on TV putting herself in the public arena after that is incredible yeah sure pay them bills you know well yeah true <clears throat> so uh rousey has to wrestle with one arm tied behind her back uh, next fl- to her back <laughs> yeah next to her back fair enough uh flair is wearing red so she is charlamora flairsky <laughs> well hang on Sh- flair's wearing red so she's got to bleed that's the flair rule right <laughs> oh, she's got to lose isn't she isn't that the gimmick so many flare gimmicks these days. Yeah, exactly. Have a listen to this podcast. Uh, Bodysuits, really in fashion. (laughs) (laughs) Geez, perfectly in fashion. So uh, Sonia Deville has a Brit Rest entrance video. Her name is in generic font, and it cuts to a PNG of her going, oh, oh." (laughs) like, (laughs) it's awful. (laughs) Like, her entrance video is disgraceful. But the kid at the local college made these videos. This is WWE, dude. Like, the one thing we're like, oh, look at the video packages. Look at all the production. It's amazing. They spent all the money on fire- fireworks that no one inside the concrete stadium could see. Dude, how about these fucking LED columns that are like 10 foot wide that mean half the stadium can't see the bloody ring? Hides botches. Uh, what? Hides botches. You <laughs> how can't does see. It hide botches. Because you can't see what's going on in the ring because you're doing that. <laughs> and they say so you don't miss any of the action. Squinting at the LED balls behind them, you know? And based on my level of enjoyment of this match mm. I wish I had been blinded by things well all four performers in this are great like Sonia yeah I, as you said I like her her when she was doing her MMA background stuff very very good Naomi in the ring is is flawless and yeah they're potentially trying to go some kind of Naomi mania because hang on Vince McMahon what do we need WrestleMania we need an underdog okay so how are we going to pick her underdog who is blah, from Baltimore? <laughs> sure. Ah, what have we done before that worked? You know, for one Vince night, Ma- and then we botched them. And Vince McMahon go, that girl from the New Day, uh, Vince. <laughs> you know, the one who wears the crown. No, that's sure. that's Woods. He does a gaming <laughs> channel. You fired all of his friends. He can't provide you with content now. Fucking a, yeah. Or. That's a real thing. Or, you fired all his friends now. He can't provide content. He's also realised you don't pay him for doing the YouTube channel, so now he's got his G4 gig where he's actually paid money. He's not going to create you silly content because you fired all his mates. Do you know the story about... um, We got a text message in our group chat from work going, oh, Xavier Woods in the building. Oh, because he was in the UK a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, so there's a guy who does, um, I think it's Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat gaming or whatever. 
his little streaming space is in the same building that oh, our really? office is in. And so the guy at the front desk saw saw him walk in the building and messaged someone at our work going, blah, 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 blah. Austin Creed, Xavier Woods is in the building. We couldn't make anything happen. We just didn't have enough time to do it. It was like 11 o'clock at night or whatever. What what <clears throat> amazes me most about this, this uh, point, hmm. you're telling me that someone, a bloke who streams Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat, earns enough money to rent office space in fucking London. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of money in gaming and streaming and stuff. I know, but Street Fighter. (laughs) Hadouken. Yeah, man. Um, So there's a a weird bit of formatting here in this match where apparently someone forgot to play Rousey's VT before the entrances because Rousey makes her entrance and then they play her video package when everyone's already in the ring. Well, they're probably hoping that they'd be able to tie her arm up using the same rope from Alexa's swing. Yeah, I mean, maybe they're delaying for that purpose or whatever. But it certainly um, stops the momentum of me caring about what's happening in this match for a bit. I mean, I didn't care about this match at all. Yeah, I guess. I, I know the desperation they, is that you're meant to care about it. I know they're trying to build Sonya and Naomi. Yeah. Because this has been what can I be described as actual long-term booking. Probably by accident more than anything. But the Sonya and Naomi feud has gone on for months. And they, they still haven't managed to have the one-on-one It's yet. been a logical nonsense, but yes, it's gone on for a while. Yeah. Well, of course it's a logical nonsense. Vince McMahon doesn't know how to, t- <laughs> doesn't know how to book a baby face. And more sure. importantly, it's a case of, so Vince, are we going to ever reveal why Sonya is discriminating against Naomi? Uh... They they gave an explanation. The problem is the explanation made zero logic. It was just no nothing that made any sense to it. Because she was from the New Day. Yeah, sure. I wish I had Pete here to explain it because he watches SmackDown and has ranted about it for weeks and weeks on every episode of like <laughs> SmackDown reviews we've ever done. But like he just starts talking about Naomi and I just can't turn off eventually. I'm like I just don't care eventually. Anyway, um, blah blah. Oh yeah. Um. Oh, I made a note here that doesn't make any sense. Doesn't matter. So Sonya's got the sling, the bell rings, swerve. Sonya's arms fine. Everyone works around the fact that Ronda has one arm tied up. Uh, it really is everyone working around Ronda at this point because she's perfectly good in the ring now. But with the one arm tied behind her back, she it's what can she do? What can she have her do to us? And it's just incredibly awkward. The whole match feels like. Like, just a few planned spots. Let's get to the finish as quickly as possible. Yeah. No, I also wonder if at this stage as well, they were pushed for time. Mm. It seemed very rushed. Like you said about the video package, I wonder if they didn't show the video package to start with because like, we don't have time for a three-minute video package. And then when they were like, oh, we've got to tie up her arm. Yeah. So they should have had it tied up before she came to the ring. Sure. But yeah, I, I just wasn't a fan. And as you said, going back about the Mania card I'm not keen on Flair versus Rousey. Flair's getting Rousey as a reward because I wouldn't be surprised if Flair goes over Uh, I don't think Ronda likes to lose and she already put over Becky on the last one kinda. But is Ronda (laughs) going to stay and run with the belt being a full time champ? Uh, Does, Does Brock? Did Brock? But realistically and a genuine question is she as much of a mainstream name now as Brock is 
So Brock to can me, still do. She's barely a draw at this point. Yeah, and and Brock is a draw. Yeah, definitely is. Still I mean, is, is the he, biggest draw they have. He's got wonderful uh, bearded butcher seasoning now. He That's, smashes yeah. tables and microphones on it. He does a great Steve Austin. Impression. I watched that whole podcast. Same, Pat McAfee. It was yeah. really entertaining. Really, really good. Really good stuff. Um, so it was around this time in the pay per view where I started to become slightly inebriated. So my notes become quite messy by the end of the show. But I have quite a, quite a fun one here, I think, is quite entertaining. <laughs> and this was a couple of weeks ago. Obviously, we've had weird scheduling and such. So like, I'm just going to go off my notes a little bit more than usual. Um, because Flair is wearing a quite simple red bodysuit with black boots, she looked like she's ready for bed in a Victorian London-based musical. <laughs> There's going to be quite a lot of these, I think, as we go on. So you're going to enjoy this. Are you going for Cats or Chicago? <laughs> it's like she's in um, like Christmas Carol or something, or like uh, you know Willy Wonka, the, the old people in the red, like, uh, what do you call them? Like bodysuit type things? Onesie. Yeah, onesies, whatever. Yeah. There we go. There's like an old British name for it. I can't think of what it is. Underpants? Is that what they're called? No, because that's just pants. <laughs> no, I'm aware, but it's like... <laughs> whatever. Underclothes? Undergarments? Mm, whatever. Uh, hot tag to Naomi for not very much. Uh, tag to Rousey, uh, because, you know, Rousey has to be in the entire match. Get a hot tag to Naomi, who gets in the ring for a bit, then has to give Rousey the hot tag. I, that I, matters. I don't want to remove, knock down the 4-4, but I need to tell you something important about the hot tag. Oh, go for it. Soon as you touch a tag rope, your energy bar refills all the way to the top. Oh, I see how it works now, yeah. especially with one arm. Exactly. Mm. So then you, I mean, and the main thing is if you hold it with your tie, arm tied to the side. <laughs> Sorry, to the side, yeah. I keep getting that wrong. Double power-ups. <laughs> you get two SmackDown finishes when you press L1. So it's fine. Love it. I don't know if that's the right thing, by the way. So anyone who's gaming is like, <laughs> it's R1, you prick. I'm pretty sure it's L1. How do you not understand that someone can make money to rent office space in London <laughs> through paying Street Fighter, you fucking cretin? <coughs> um, so Flair just watches as Rousey taps out. Deville with an armbar. That's one sentence. Uh, Flair just watches as Rousey taps out. <laughs> taps out Deville with an armbar, only arm. using one arm. Gah. That's a finish, isn't it? Bullshit. Corbin and Madcap versus Drew video package. Can't believe they've reduced Drew's, Drew's WrestleMania lead-in to a Baron Corbin feud. Well, <sighs> but during the pandemic era, there were no fans, Drew. You didn't draw a dime. Mate, Drew kept that company going. Yeah. It's the only reason I watched, really. But the problem was, because of the shit booking of Drew, yeah. people lost interest. Again, is this not just WWE all over? Like, But... but in fairness <laughs> sorry just a quick note uh, Drew needs to stab a cunt with that sword <laughs> which is important because it's a no DQ match sure so the sword is in play so we can stab him with his bastard sword absolutely fine <laughs> the berserker always came with his wooden shield and sword and us, he never us, used them us, yeah. yeah sure sure uh, Falls Count Anywhere match Madcap Moss versus Drew McIntyre uh, Corey Graves tells an animal <laughs> mitigation joke commentary maybe he's trying to be like hmm daniel bryan cattle mutilation i'll get that in there Everyone oh that's understand. the word i wrote <laughs> that didn't come out <laughs> oh god it's been a long week so uh, yeah cory graves has an animal mutilation joke <laughs> oh brilliant 
Ah, to get uh, I started a bold choice, but um, yeah, this what it is. Um, Madcap Moss's ring gear is very uh, low cost. He's wearing short shorts and some sort of shirt, doesn't he? Yeah, he's wearing short shorts and suspenders. Ooh, suspenders. Yeah, he doesn't even wear a shirt. And uh, yeah. deck shoes to wrestle in. <laughs> Delightful. The good thing is, you can tell the lad has been doing neck bridges. And it's a fucking good thing the man does do neck bridges. Sure. Reverse Alabama slam. Now. Yes, 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 yes. His, like, apparently backstage, Madcap Moss went backstage. Like, I'm so sorry I took that incorrectly. I'm so sorry I took it incorrectly. No fucking shit, you took it incorrectly. You landed on your fucking head. Mm. But then I started thinking, as it's a reverse Alabama slam, you would be assume you're about to take a front bump. The velocity yeah. Drew flung him over yeah. and holding onto his legs, pointing him downwards. Okay, Madcap Moss, defy physics and front bump. Yeah. Do you think Drew isn't best pleased in this situation? Being was just an innocent mistake. What do you think? I mean, I think I don't think Drew would want to actively go out and hurt anyone. <clears throat> I think potentially it was just a tight a miscommunication because, in all honesty, mistakes happen. It's been a long time since I don't think I've ever seen a reverse Alabama slam. I'm trying to think how it would work. I can't picture the, it. In my the head. only way I can think of it is if he's got his arm. This is great for podcasting, by the way. Hmm. If he's got his Madcat's Mott's feet under his armpits, so he's already in that position, and sure. they just drop him, but then it would look shit. You're kind of out of control at that point, surely, though. Well, this was certainly out of control. <laughs> but the fact of the I matter mean, is, like, this fucking poor head, man. Jesus Christ. Baza Corbs tries to stall for a second while everyone made sure Matt, like, Riddick Moss isn't dead. Yeah. I thought he might be. I, it looks awful. Yeah. Absolutely awful. And, um, but in all seriousness, WWE have big plans for this guy because of his look. Madcap Moss? Yeah, hands down. What oh, does Vince like about God. a wrestler? Tall. Yeah. Jacked. Yeah. Can do Vince McMahon comedy. <laughs> <laughs> comedy is a bold word. Yeah, Vince sure. Vince McMahon comedy. Yeah, yeah. But like you said, like, fools count anyway. So even after this, and Drew dropped him on the head, as you said, like, Drew didn't rein it in at all for a colleague who could potentially be quite <laughs> badly hurt and probably thrown in concussion there, protocol. There was like quickly. a moment where I was like, just roll up one, two, three, just finish the match. But then Madcap seems to kind of gather himself and obviously kind of goes to Drew, I'm all right, I'm all right, keep going, keep going, keep going. Because Drew's just like, okay, fine, boss. <laughs> Dead yet? Yeah, Thank sure. you, sir. May I have another? I mean, what do you do in that situation? If, if your colleague comes to you and goes, yeah, I'm fine, it's not a problem. Get the ref. I mean, it's it's really down to the ref to be like, go home. Especially as he's got the comms sure. on. It's like, okay, is he okay? And then it's a case of <coughs> any signal for, no, he's not okay. Tell yeah. him to go to the finish. Do Give him the sword and do the claymore. Holding a sword. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a funny finish. <laughs> he didn't even do the claymore. He's like, just leant backwards so he didn't hit him with the sword. Again, me doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Audio pod is great. That's fine, that's fine. <laughs> but the fact that he grabs the sword and swings it like he's going to chop a motherfucker's head off, and he actually uses... He doesn't use the sword, he's just holding it like vertically up Yeah. as he does his Claymore finish. I'm going to be honest, man. I think it was awesome. I loved that. I was just like, yeah, he's got a fucking sword! <laughs> I don't know why. But again, what does it add to it? Well, Drew wins, which is the best thing. With this sister of... What's he called? The sword? 
Um, isn't it just Claymore? No, no, no. The, he's, the sword has a name. Oh. Because, of course, every foreign object, or or local object in WWE, has to have a name. Hmm. I can't... It's I, probably more local in Saudi than it is anywhere else. But <laughs> <laughs> We were so close to being invited back. <laughs> Bloody concerts. Um... <laughs> I want to make jokes about Swindon, but like that's gonna be wrong. Uh, so Drew seems to be settling into the Hacksaw Jim Duggan slot on the card, which is kind of depressing. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's very much he's the baby face. He don't job. He wins. He's got a weapon. He's Hacksaw Jim Duggan, two twenty twenty two. Yeah, and he's got Bazaar Corbs at Mania. Sure, but then then who he else better could, fucking win? Who else could he work though? Oh, Edge. Brock. No, because Brock's win with Roman. We haven't <laughs> seen that before. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, I mean, Edge, <sighs> Edge, Drew would be there, but I wonder if Edge is a bit like Drew might be a bit hurty for me. I don't know if I've ever said this to you. I think Edge is shit. Oh, hundred percent agree with you. Never liked him. Never liked any of his characters. Seems like a nice human being. Like, fair enough. Think he's a bit of a crap worker. I mean, introduce the world to Alter Bridge. Sure. That's fine. Um, the bit where he lifts his arms up and goes, and the fireworks go off. Like that's fun. Brood entrance better than uh, Ultra Bridge entrance though. Every best, time. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. But the, the best match he ever had was the um, ladder tag match against the Hardy Boys. Oh, the one at Rumble pre TLC. Yes, I want to say the one where they did the whoop, over the top of the the leg drop off the oh, ladder. Yeah. I remember seeing that spot and being like, I've never seen anything like this before. And then I got into ECW and was like, oh, that's where it all came from. Yeah, those, uh, yeah, it's it never, it never done it for me. Even like, yeah. I, I think the low point for me was, don't get me wrong, like, God has done a great thing with his character since he left WWE, but the Major Brothers becoming the Edgeheads, and I know they pitched it. Yeah. But it's, it was a bad time. Good hand. Can go in the ring, can't tell stories, can't cut People promos. talk about him like he's one of the greatest. I'm like, he's not even close. People would have not spoken to him if he was the greatest had he not had to retire the first time. Yeah, I agree with he that. He would have... I never understood why he got pushed to the main event, but I mean, white baby face meat doesn't look too sterile. But it's got Edge and he tattoos. was once in Vikings. Yeah, sure. He's actually better in Vikings than he is in anything I've ever yeah, seen in WWE. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Maybe I do have COVID. Who knows? Um, this is a sad boy promo. He has a legitimate gripe. Uh, two on one from earlier. What is a heel? Who knows anymore? Um, not Vince, that's for sure. He has no idea what a fucking heel is because Miz ain't one in this promo. Doesn't need to know. Got millions of pounds, billions of dollars in the bank. Yeah. And shareholders. Saudi. Are, shareholders, are, <laughs> shareholders are happy. Sure. Uh, next up, Raw Women's Championship match of Lisa for some reason, versus Becky Lynch, who's the champion. Uh, Lita has a number five on her back. Big Steve Bold fan. <laughs> <laughs> yes. My favourite number five. How about you? My favourite number five. Ooh. I have a make a good One, two, three, four. I don't have a favourite number five, but I do have a favourite number three. I'm not sure that really matters in this context, but okay. <laughs> I, I, only because it's on the subject of football shirts. Hmm. Asamoa Jan, the gall to be a striker and to wear the number three hey, shirt. I love it. 
almost as were Rui Patricio when he went back to <laughs> when he went to Wolves and wore the number eleven as a goalkeeper. Piece of shit. One of my favourite ones is. Um... Oh my god, what's his name? Um, David used to wear glasses. Uh, Edgar Davids. Edgar Davids, thank you very much. Edgar Davids, when he went to. Uh, oh my god, this is not going well. <laughs> oh my god. Mr. North of Finchley. Barnet? Barnet. When he went to Barnet FC, so I, I was nearly there. Whenever Edgar Davis went to Barnet FC at the end of his career, okay, which is remarkable anyway, I but know, yeah. it's great. He was the player manager, okay, and he was the striker, and he wore number one. <laughs> like, I love him so much. Good old Edgar Davis. The other, the other one was like, um, I think it was when Ronaldo signed for Inter, as in like a what is now Fat Ronaldo. All oh, right, okay. Um, and he signed for Inter, and he wore the number nine shirt. And that was Zamorano, Ivan Zamorano's number. So Ivan Zamorano wore the number 18, but insists on having a plus foot for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's awesome. Uh, football much better that. than this match. But I mean, in fairness, yeah. this is Lita's best outing since she's come out of semi-retirement. Dude, that's not saying very much. But... but for Becky, it was probably something she wanted to do. And again, it was, yeah. a, it was more of a gift. It's amazing, though, how when potentially you don't have a contract and you are invited for a one-off paid out a premium live event when you've been so outspoken about the Saudi events that Lita turned up. Mm. Fairness, Amy Dumas is a lovely lady when I played, uh, supported her band, the Lucha, Lucha Gores, back in the day. Yeah. So very nice person. Again, did my very best to not talk about anything to do with wrestling. Sure. What pedals you <laughs> and then she listened and I was like okay awesome thanks I like the Dan Electro hash brown because <laughs> it's so like food and off I went awesome all aboard the friendship um, I have very few notes about this that's because there's very few notes to have the main one is awkward botches in it it and I think the only thing I would have noticed was moonsaults they're around, aren't they? Yeah. Got another drunk comment here. Uh, you know how Flair and Sonya were working around R- Rousey's arm? Yeah? Yep. Um, in this match, Becky is working around Lita. That's it's a fair mean, comment. But it's a fair true. comment. I hope this is it, though. <clears throat> the only thing I would like to see now from the Attitude Era, I'd like to see Sasha Banks versus Trish. I don't give a shit. Sorry. I wish I did. I just don't care. I don't want to see that at all. No? Nah, Trish is shit in the ring. So I'm just going to be straight up about it. She's never very good. Always botchy, always slow, always a bit hesitant. Sasha Banks is fucking awesome. But, but I'd Trish has got loads it. of tests and Albert. Yeah, to be fair. Like, like, in terms of just pure attraction, Trish was up there for me, especially as a young teenager or whatever. She was a very special place in my heart, that's for sure. <laughs> Not about wrestling. <laughs> Sorry. Not that I'm just reducing her to her uh, Tess and Alberts, but like, you know, it's I've never enjoyed her wrestling. I'm just being honest. It's my fucking podcast. You don't like yeah. it? Go fucking listen to it. <laughs> uh, Brett's throwing crossbody by Lisa. Go on, Brett. Uh, everyone takes a pause while Becky <laughs> shouts out the next few spots to Lita and the ref because she's like, Oh, you're doing this and then you do it. <laughs> so loud. Obviously, everyone's kind of lost track of what's happening here. Everyone holds their breath for a little bit while Lita goes up top and it's like, 
oh no, she's going to do the moonsault. Don't die. Please don't die. She doesn't go up. She just goes straight back. I it's mean, terrifying. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. No, so trampoline moonsaults. Mm. I can't get enough up and then round. So if, if I ever try and do that on a trampoline, it is always heels in backwards and hope momentum takes me. Yeah. The number of times sit living on the farm on that trampoline Saturday evenings, I'd sit there on that trampoline trying to do backflips and the number of times I'd land on my fucking head. No wonder why my neck and shoulders are all fucked these days. Sure, man. I imagine that was probably not very good for you. Should I mention? Uh, lock on wrestling, April 13th. <laughs> Come watch me uh, cash in my life insurance. Lock antlers wrestling? Lock antlers wrestling. <laughs> anyway, we're not out of the woods yet. Lita tries to do a moonsault and does just... Uh, Becky kicks at two. How dare she? Uh, rock bottom again by Lynch. Why does everyone call it something else? It's a rock bottom. One, two, three. Becky Lynch wins. I'm trying to think of a fun uh, Beck bottom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lynch heads to the back and Alita lost, but they play her music anyway. And I'm like, oh no, you lost. Fuck off. Get to the back. That's because uh, Boy Hits Car needs their royalties. Mm. So, now. <laughs> Perfect impression. Um, this is a real pet hate of mine. Don't give well, a shit. Boy Hits Car getting confused no, no, with no, Boy no, Sets no, Fire. No, no, no. But like the whole, uh, don't care if it's your big return, if it's your big moment, whatever. You lost the match, get to the back. Also, mm. hello, you're standing with the ring of an entire nation that you insulted their practices well, expecting that. applause yeah, yeah that you've graced them with see this is the thing right she's certainly happy to take those applause yeah and that, this is the thing and I, I appreciate WWE has allowed and managed to get women onto the the wrestling front of that their crowds yeah. i wouldn't say that's a WWE doing considering they've had sort of female music artists come forward headline slots not wearing as much cover-up stuff right. at Did music not festivals. Okay. It's, it's still pretty much there, but it's certainly raunchy. Sure. I would I mean, say. These bodysuits are fucking raunchy, Jesus. But then fucking stick to your gun. The situation has not changed. Yeah. I don't deny they are trying in some quarters of KSA to become more modernized as part of the 2030 Vision Project. Yeah, sure. But don't stand in the middle of a ring seeking applause of an entire culture and society that you have belittled since day dot. Of, you know, because I'm not going to lie to you, I'm not. I'm not going to get off to it. But if I was, I'm not going to accept a booking in Saudi mm -hmm. because I don't overly agree with their practices and their treatment of women. That's just my personal viewpoint. Yep, fucking. A. If people can go and make money out there, great. But don't be a fucking hypocrite about it. Turn around, obviously. Well, I suppose you can't turn around and go. I don't believe in this, but the money's really fucking good. Sure, I mean, that's and, the loot, and I've still got the recording bill from the Luchagors, and it's, <laughs> it's pricey because there was a lot of editing needed. It's been a while since she had a big payday, so yeah, you know, that's what it is. Uh, so take is going in the Hall of Fame. I will say this video package best thing they've done. To Metallica's sad but true, to start with at least. And Kid Rock sad but true. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> this annoyed me so much. I was sitting there going. 
like forgetting about all the podcasts and forgetting about all the shitty interviews and the right wing t-shirts i'm like oh yeah undertaker i remember now you know it's sad but true american baby do what you do and you're like oh no it ruined it he's an american badass watch him kick he can roll with rock or you can radio edit (laughs) okay pet hate time spell the word ass for me a dollar sign dollar sign (laughs) spell the word ass a R dollar sign E. <laughs> Two different words. <laughs> they are. You know what really bugs me is people say jackass. It's literally spelled ass. Yeah, it's a jackass. No, I know it's a Britishism thing, but like anyway. Um yeah. Uh, but... Did you go and see the new Jackass <laughs> movie? Yeah. Knoxville's was like totally yeah, on point. And Steve exactly. O. Yeah. Um Yeah, take her in it. Should have no one else in the Hall of Fame. Just be taken. Should be taken. Mate, that's such a good idea. One hour, people will pay money to come and see 100%. Him. Or, yeah. if you're going to do it, I think it's part either after or before SmackDown. Kane does a speech. No. Sean does a speech. No. <laughs> oh, they should do about Taker, though. Yeah, but they shouldn't be allowed out because Shawn Michaels bullies people for struggling with mental health and Kane is obviously oh, a bit oh, of a okay, fucking moron. Okay. Yeah, but we're forgetting about real world. Like, we don't. Oh, of course. He's not a right wing fascist douchebag. You know, it's he's okay. He's man. He's just the Undertaker and it's just Kane. They're just characters. I will only allow it if Kane wears his mask. <laughs> full gear. He's got to be full like gear. Like the tribute thing they did. Yeah. Everyone else is just in like shirts and t-shirts. Kane comes out in full gear. It's fucking great. Everyone loves a full kit wanker. <laughs> Big up hang on. But yeah, for the but, way. Ge- but genu- genuinely, yeah. he should be the only person there. If it's, if it's going to be part of SmackDown and you're not going to get all the stories, don't load it with people. Have an hour of Undertaker. Repay the five-minute tribute video. Give the ten minutes of applause for The Undertaker. Smackdown, if it's in the ring, hour to walk down slowly, dressed as okay. Undertaker garb. Yeah. Half hour of 40 minutes of just you the give Undertaker. Give Taker half an hour and a microphone, though. You're asking for trouble. You're asking for the legacy to be ruined. And then mm. Ted, Cody, and Orson come out as the legacy <laughs> and they ruin him. But there should be no one else because yeah. no one will give a shit about anyone else for the Hall of Fame. I agree. Yeah. It does make me think that had they not capitalized yeah. on having this retirement documentary so it was done. They could have basically done night one of Mania being the Undertaker show, and people would have still bought tickets in Texas to go and see the Undertaker induction Hall of Fame out 100%. of character. Yep, I think they've missed a big money opportunity. Almost like they had the <laughs> so it just turns into a political rally. <laughs> you know, Jesus. <laughs> Especially after they did like the Undertaker Survivor Series during the pandemic, as you said, like that's not the send off he needs, and that he was should so weird. Why he shouldn't he be that? having the send off at a SmackDown? It should be a separate yeah, thing. 100%. Where... Why do you keep coming back to SmackDown, by the way? I don't get it. Because it's they're doing the Hall of Fame on the SmackDown. Because obviously... Are they? Well, NXT takeovers during the day on the Saturday. Oh, yeah. Hall of Fame... Because obviously they've got SmackDown recording Friday, Mania Saturday, Sunday, Raw Monday. So when else would you fit the Hall of Fame in? I assumed it would go during the day Sunday. And, and, and also they've been doing tickets... They've been doing tickets for the final SmackDown, which is Hall of Fame as well, I think. Okay, didn't know that. Also, fuck WWE for doing that, because that makes my life so much harder. That weekend is going to suck ass for us live streamy types. Yeah, well, you can all afford studios in London, so you should think yourselves lucky. (laughs) I can't. (laughs) Um, Uh, Mr. Davis. (laughs) I like this cable I'm using right now. It's definitely not from work. (laughs) 
Uh, by the way, just at the end of this uh, promo, they cut back into the the stadium and people are like, yeah, Undertaker, Undertaker. They play Taker's music and the crowd pops like crazy and they're like, he's not here. <laughs> what a dick move. Love it. <laughs> so funny. It's all, they, it's all they deserve. It's funny though, because obviously Undertaker always goes to these things. Mm. I don't know why he didn't. Wasn't that this one? Was Michelle McCall not booked? Wasn't, didn't he go one year just to do publicity stuff? He went. He was on the parade. Did a parade. Yeah, because he had the like the Undertaker like parade like wagon. <laughs> um, hold on. What the fuck? Have I, oh, was it got the War Raider guys? <laughs> like I put, I've obviously been very drunk when I wrote this note because I wrote Raid Shadow Legends. <laughs> <I'm> like <laughs> again. The wrong podcast. We can't use the promo code. Yeah. <coughs> Absolutely. Uh, so what the fuck? Um, oh, this fisty chest bumping thing they've started doing. Gets the crowd going. It's awful. They f- semi-fear the gore, but they can't remember how to do the rest of Rhino's fear the gore stuff. <laughs> yeah, sure. Like that. Um, See, again, that would not have worked if we weren't doing this. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Someone out there will get it. The fact that Rhino used to go bump, bump, and then bump. <laughs> not describing it. Fuck off. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, I mean, again, the first note I have in here in all caps is get War Machine to AEW as soon as possible. Nope. Bro, they're a tag. Yes, they're going to be awesome. AEW, AEW is full. AEW's full of tags. Yeah. They've got some good tags. Didn't they have all those tag teams come out as soon as Jurassic Express won the tag titles? Uh, I could get rid of half of them. That's the thing. They've got to wait to get rid of those talent next year. Yeah, contracts are starting to run out of the people that they initially signed, like... Chavo. Did you get the whole Kip Sabian? Yeah, sure. Did you get the whole Kip Sabian thing with the... Oh, no. So, you know, there was a guy sitting in front row that had a paper bag on his head. Yeah. Um, Penelope Ford on her Instagram <laughs> um, uploaded a photo of her with Kip. It was like their anniversary or yeah. whatever. And one was Kip in the paper bag. Yeah. And so that character who was on TV for like a month with a paper bag on his head was Kip Sabian. And that gimmick seems to have been put in the bin. Like the bin bag. Yes. And that's how they unveiled it. They just on some random Instagram post or something. She was like, oh yeah, this is Kip, by the way. Yeah, but we knew, probably. I didn't care enough. But, he, prob- I mean, he got Miro over. <laughs> yeah, did he? He was mm. the first, well, he was the start of the Redeemer character. I don't think Kip survives in AW. No. Which is regrettable. Is it? Okay. Uh, so the WWE Tag Team Champions jump the War Viking Ragnars from the ring. Uh, no fucking entrance for the champs. Uh, what? Uh, the Usos attack the Ironsiders Lagatha Yorvik experience. <laughs> and that's that. They made the trip to Saudi Arabia for this shit. And the entrance of Roman pointing their finger in the air. Well, they did. They've got fingers, don't you know? Um, Raid War Ivarolo Utrid the Utrid machine. Raiders <laughs> look like the fucking pussies they apparently are. Get them to AW. That's my opinion. Yeah. They'd be hoss bully guys them against a, the FDR you can do it so easy it'd be fun we say that about every tag team we like to be fair yeah uh, but I just book them against FDR every week <laughs> it'll be fine again all I want is Kings of Wrestling versus FTR oh yes please, please, please. They're, they're both at a point where like they don't want to do singles careers you'd imagine 
bit old, bit long in the tooth, don't want to be taking the bumps, you know what I mean? Hang like on. what do you what have you been speaking to me and Matt about what <laughs> <laughs> Kings of Wrestling? So that's very kind of you to say, but we're not that level. <laughs> Thank you though. It's very kind. They're so good. Like we both agree on this. So. Yeah. yeah. Again, cool. wouldn't move the the uh, Roman's T-shirt, but it would certainly pop wrestling fans. Mm. Penises. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry. Uh, there's a long Seth Rollins is great in a video promo. Is he wrestling? No. The fuck is the point in this promo then? Because he's had to come and hold the baby. Sure. I wonder if they did bring their daughter with them all the way to Saudi. Seems a long flight to fly to bring their daughter on tour. You would assume he would have stayed at home to be... Because at the moment, Becky's the bigger star, so Seth's not going to wrestle? Thinking of things I can't say, shouldn't talk. Um, <laughs> stupendous WrestleMania video package! Pat McAfee says words. Wrestling. Sorry, um, not wrestling. Content. <laughs> WrestleMania card rundown. I'm bored. Get on with it. Do you uh, think at any stage they're just going to call it Mania? WWE Mania. Nah, it's, it's such a big brand. But it's got the word... Sports Entertainment Mania. Money Mania. Sounds like it's I mean, don't worry. Can you imagine if they killed it after 40? And killed just, WrestleMania. And just called it WWE Premium Live Event Weekend. Jesus Christ. I don't think Vince is... Oh, God. <laughs> I don't think Vince is stupid enough to do Johnny that. Knoxville's winning the IC belt at a WrestleMania. Yeah. The Jackass film... See what I did there? I did. Um, has been... It hurt me deep inside for a moment, but I'm over it now. It's okay. The Jackass movie's been done. Mm. It's It's finished. What co-promotion can they possibly have other than Lesnar coming out in a shoot and fucking up Wee Man? That'd be a hell of a payoff. Do you imagine doing the Pete Rose spot, but with Brock and Wee Man? Well, did you not see what happened in the hotel? <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah so sure. just, That's why I'm saying you do it, because yeah. it's a payoff to the earlier but story, right? They're going to have him win the... The former <laughs> Elevation Belt hmm. is going to be given to a celebrity, in inverted commas, although how big is Knoxville in the States? Is he a... I'd say he's more recognisable than some of the... He's more liked than most of the celebrities they have. Jeremy Pivens and bloody Logan Pauls of the world, you know? No, that's why it's titled The Miz. But yeah, it's just... It doesn't sit right with me mm. putting belts on celebrities. I think... It's awful. Don't do that shit. I mean, at least David Arquette went and wrestled. Yeah. And that documentary... No- I watched it. Nothing like watching David Arquette be sick into a cardboard box. <laughs> cool. <laughs> and watch Nick, Nick Gage almost murder him. I've watched the, next ga- the Nick Gage match. Yeah. Mm. And he went back in the ring. He, just, he got stabbed in the neck. And was like, fuck it, I'm going to go. Uh, fine, I'll go back in and finish it. Then sure. I'll go to A&E. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, a local medical facility. Medical facility. Um, so we're stalling to set up the chamber as we're stalling this way now. We get a men's chamber video package. It's incredibly obvious Brock is winning straight from the moment this video package starts. And since Brock was put in day one, it was obviously he was going to win the belt. The only yeah. surprise in this is that Bobo beat him. And the math- method of this match? But Brock's never been in a chamber. And he oh, needs God. to get a payday. 
they had to protect Lashley because he was hurt. I will say the one thing about Brock in this point is that it at least seems like he's enjoying wrestling for like the first time in his life. Well, he's working with other people. Yeah. He's like, I get to throw around Austin Theory. That will be fun. Sure. I get to throw around blank. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, hang on, wait a minute. Rollins was in the chamber, wasn't he? Yes. So I'm saying they're going, oh, he wasn't there. He was at home. <laughs> <laughs> so, so memorable was this. Sure. I, I think it's the point that they played the video package and then they did a bunch of other shit and then came yeah. back to the match that he's in and just felt but unnecessary. Th- this is the problem now with Chambers because they are, it is a regular stop on the pay-per-view. Yep. I rem- that, that, that whole, that sentence you just said makes me fucking furious. I think it used to mean something. Yeah. It doesn't mean and that, shit now. No. The to be fu- fair, the chambers never really meant that much. The the uh, hell in the cells meant something. Yeah, but it's two miles chambers. of steel chain. <laughs> it is Eric Bischoff's creation, don't you know? Yeah, exactly. But yeah, it's and and, th- and that's a thing that already, other than the the non wrestling spots where Bobbo got concussed, yeah, and Brock was told, uh, Brock, uh, sorry to tell you, we're running a bit long mm. can you just fuck some shit up yep no problem <laughs> oh, hang on hang on so WWE world heavyweight championship elimination chamber match in Bobo. your hmm? in your oh in your main event so, <laughs> is the champion versus aj styles matt riddle austin theory seth his middle name is freaking because we can't say fucking on tv <laughs> rollins and brock lesnar <laughs> i mean that's it isn't it meant to be brock I'm sorry, Seth fucking Rollins, but they can't say it. So they say freaking all the time. And it's like, this is not cool. I didn't even put those two together. I thought it was just WWE being stupid going, oh, no, no, no. He is always announced as Seth freaking Rollins. On his name card, it says, I remember, I remember seeing it Rollins. come up. And you're like, but that's it. That's his Marvel character now. He's Seth freaking Rollins. He's, uh, he's the Riddler of WWE. He Does suits. anyone think this is cool? No. <laughs> Why do they do it then? Because they're like, all right, Seth, <laughs> you knocked up our main draw. Here's this character we're going to give you. Good luck. And, Ro- and like Seth Rollins has been like, okay, I see what you're doing. I still get to boffer, though. And I will be this character. <laughs> <clears throat> Graves just called the chamber mm, structure abominable, like it's a fucking snowman. <laughs> That really got to me. Uh, AJ has... Someone called a Yeti. <laughs> AJ has Japanese text on his vest. like he's And he's throwing up the two sweet. Like he was in New Japan and Bullet Club for more than a cup of coffee six years ago. Like, what is AJ's gimmick? Um, I love AJ Styles, right? But coming out with Japanese text in your shit and doing the Bullet Club shit, and you haven't been in that group for six fucking years, and you were in Japan for what? Six months? Well, it's Bullet Club for life. Ah, oh, dude, it's like so undeveloped. This is AJ Styles, one of the greatest wrestlers of all time, in my opinion. But what? But once again, AJ's been screwed over because it's case last year. But you know, this is AJ's fault, though. This is not the character oh, no, he the, should be developing. The, the whole the whole thing for last year is a case of go on Triple H, WrestleMania Mania, go on, go on. You're gonna do it. I okay. I won't get booked. You're gonna uh, do it. You're gonna do it. You get tag with. The col- my own personal colossus, mm. Paul, <laughs> and then and then this year, Paul, Paul, he, 
Wake up, Paul. Paul. Steph, why has he got all these wires hanging out of him? He's had yeah. a heart attack, AJ. Yeah, wrestling oh. this year. Oh. Hey, Paul. Do you think you can go at Mania? <laughs> boop. 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 I'll take that as a maybe. Yeah, sure. And that almost is... What, what's he done? Because he's been off TV, so is he done now? What, Triple H? No, almost. Almost? No idea. He's d- obviously done. <laughs> he's tall, don't you know? <laughs> Where's the thinnest gold chain for a big man ever? Sure. He was getting some heat. There was some, some sort of interest. And it was like, oh, when's AJ going to tag to the big guy and let's see what he does? There was moments of just like, oh, this is a fun kind of meme situation, you know? But then they had the big guy beat AJ and that was it. Yep. AJ's now wrestling Edge, who is apparently a heel for no fucking reason. All those roads to WrestleMania. Mm, (laughs) I I know the internet. (laughs) So um, Austin Theory uh, is Tyler Breeze's gimmick from 10 years ago, as we've already discussed. But he's also Vince's little bitch boy, too. And maybe, because he got called in last minute to do COVID mania, um, this is like his little return present. Because remember, he was brought in to tag with someone for COVID mania at the last minute. Was he? One of the tag matches on night one of the first ever two-night mania. Wasn't he tagging with, like, Andrade? Or wasn't he beat up by one of that lot? One of that lot, well, like Humberto Carrillo. It's that weird Garza. group of just like, oh, we've got these Mexican guys. Fuck it, put them in a group, you know. Vince. I can't. I say again, go show how good that pandemic mania was. That I only recall Drew looking down the camera, basically going, "Life has really fucked me in the ass." Yeah, sure. I should be winning this. And you know, you can look, but you can't touch. That's the best bit ever. That was the best bit. <laughs> <of> mania. <laughs> So Theory is like Miz and Gargano combined. Generally dislikable, oversells, and does spots. <laughs> Miz and Gargano combined generally disliked. I, I, again, I, I've said it before, and I think we share the same viewpoint about Johnny Gargano. His career was fucked when Daniel Bryan got cleared to return to wrestling. Yeah, fucking Because he based his entire career on, I can do that, and I'll bring my hot wife to, to the ring as well. Sure. Gargano has the most predictable match type in existence. You know exactly what's going to happen every single fucking match and people just go crazy for it and they're like, I heard um, a certain person who I work with (laughs) say that the Gargano Champa feud was one of his favourite of all time. I almost slapped him because I was like, what? Did you not see Sean and Brett? Did you not see Austin and Rock? Do you not know the history of wrestling? I'll give Ollie this. <clears throat> Who? <laughs> <laughs> the turn. The turn at the end of DIY. One good moment, a feud does not make Oh yeah, that. oh no, oh no, I'm not saying it's a good feud. I'm just saying sure. the moment was very, very good. And now it's clarifying, I'm not saying it's a bad feud. I'm just saying it's not as good as people make it out to be. And now Champ is on the main roster and has been told your beard looks old. Dye it's a different colour. Oh, and here's some new God. music for you. What's wrong with them? I mean, should we go to Drunk Rich? <laughs> yeah, let's go. Let's do it. So, I mean, I've got notes for the match. Uh, Brock comes out last, goes into a pod. Fuck this company. Uh, Rollins and Austin star. Seth powerbombs Austin through Bobby's pod. Bobby sells it like death. Uh, Riddle goes into the match at this point. The medic's an official in to check on Bobbo for some fucking reason. I'm like, what's going on here? <laughs> Lashley now being helped to, the cha- helped to the back out of the chamber. Are you fucking kidding me? Do you want to talk about this bit? Because, I mean... Well, he's injured. Yeah, committed. 
got to give him on there. My most have Im- him come out, eat something, take a pinfall. Surely, to, can't have him. Got to have him strong for when he comes back, though. This did not make him look strong. No, this made him look like a, a bitch. But the fact yeah. of the matter is that it was very nice to watch Riddle not be able to do his uh, shoe clip as he jumped out and his shoes just stayed on the floor. Well played, Saudi <laughs> ring. Did they well really? played. Yeah, he didn't. didn't he didn't kick him. He jumped out and they just. <laughs> oh, fair enough. I was like, yes. <coughs> At this point, uh, Bobo is completely out. AJ comes into the match. Riddle does some Orton cosplay, but never mind that shit. Here comes Lesnar. So I have just a paragraph here, which very drunk Rich wrote. I'm just going to read it. I can't remember what I wrote. Uh, Bobo's pod lights up, but Brock is like, fuck K-Feb. <laughs> K-Feb. Kicking the door away from the Britney's ex-husband, k <laughs> Kicking the door wave in the 4 4. It's uh, a Biggie Smalls lyric. Um, sorry, as I was about to write this, uh, Cole is going on about Lashley being in concussion protocol. Sigh. I wrote the word sigh. I was obviously quite drunk. Uh, Brock is eliminating everyone. I can't be bothered to look up. I genuinely hate this stupid fucking company. Imagine Vince only booked Hogan versus Savage at every fucking WrestleMania for a generation. That's what he's doing now. Roman versus Brock again. I mean, yeah, okay. Two no-sell lads. (laughs) Who's going to sell this time? I get it. I just don't give a flying fuck. The booking of Big E and Bobby Lashley offends me immensely. It's impossible to get past. It will only end when Vince is dead. (laughs) Yikes. So F five off the pod. F five off. The, in fairness, the F five off the pod to us in theory was quite funny. I enjoyed that immensely. Yeah, sure. And then one, two, three, new WWE World Heavyweight Champion, Big Boy Cowboy Brock. It's a stupid baby company for stupid babies. Grow up, cunts. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the thing I worry about heading into this mania, yeah. and I, again, I don't know if this is because obviously it has nothing. COVID has a disappeared from those completely for obvious reasons indeed unless i have it right now because i've certainly coughed a few times during this part absolutely fine because it doesn't matter we don't have to isolate anymore we're fine yeah that's the rules <laughs> what are the rules currently in the u.s about covid but what as in isolation because no idea do you think honestly vince mcmahon will be like hey guys welcome to mania let's get testing no he won't give a shit i don't think he's giving a shit the whole time well no because people have missed shows because of covid yeah so my concern the fact that where they where they're going they're very much eggs in one basket for their mate well what are roman and brock doing and worry about the rest that's all they've got if either roman or brock are not wrestling between now and mania because it's not sensible to do it yeah that would make sense they will not be they will not have a match they will not do anything they might do a couple of like Cheek sneak attack stuff like that. Mm-hmm. What if Brock gets COVID? Sure. What if Roman gets COVID? That's more. Serious. Well, he's already had it. That's why we had the whole day one situation because he missed he missed yeah, day right. one because Bro- yeah. Roman got COVID. Mm. So hopefully he won't have bad luck and get it twice in four months. Not uh, not unheard of. But <clears> and again, I it's, mean, it's, it's Texas AT and T, isn't it? So it's the fucking hundred seat thousand. Yeah, hundred thousand seat a job. So I mean. And I just can't see off Brock and Roman, possibly Austin, mm-hmm. you're going to sell out 200,000 tickets to be a sellout for both nights. 
Is it that many? Well, it's 100,000 capacity. I see what you're saying. So okay. two nights, so two you're nights looking at 200,000 people. <coughs> and I know have that... They, have they already not, sold it out? No. no. There's tickets still on Jeez. sale. And this is the thing with a mania. Do you want to go to mania? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather spend my money and go and watch... No, I hate wrestling. I don't know why I'm getting back into it, to be <laughs> clear with me. Um, I had to, to work with my mate and have fun. Yeah, sure, sure. And that, that, that wrestling's fun. This is awful. Yeah. And, uh, th- and that's the thing. Like, start to finish this show, I enjoyed watching this purely because it started at 4 p.m. for the pre-show. Yeah. My daughter was at a party. So I sat back with a can of Coke and a bag of pork scratchings and enjoyed the pre-show. <laughs> then everyone came home. And life was ruined. Sure. And then to add to my ruined life, there was a shit wrestling show on the telly. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, okay, they've decided to switch and have all the belts for Mania. That's their big draw because that's the only thing they've not done. Brock's had the belt. Roman's had the belt. Mm -hmm. COVID cancelled one of the main events. Seth cashed in the money in the bank so they didn't get it. So, this is the lot. This has to be Cut to next year. Oh, it's, uh, they found another <laughs> way. Heyman in a cage. Uh, on shark cage with Heyman. Sure. The unification thing was the only thing they could do. But my concern is this. One of two things. One, next night, they'll just invent a new belt. And they'll... Because they've been desperate to get rid of the black WWE belt. And they want to make it red. Oh, mate. So no, they have red belt and blue no, belt. No. But then they've got an issue that the, red, the women's <sighs> belts... Because they didn't come out with that new Japan piece of shit. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it'll be fine. Oh, the Japanese Divas title. Mm. But yeah, it's... Um, I will still watch both nights of Mania. Of course, it's, we're wrestling fans. It's, it's Mania. Watch Mania. Like I will stay up and watch the Rumble. Yeah. But there's if nothing... If you can't get off for WrestleMania, just stop watching wrestling. Which is worrying, because the only thing I'm looking forward to at Mania is what snacks I'm going to buy to eat. But th- that's the thing. It's, 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 it doesn't matter how crap it is. Like, last year's WrestleMania, night two, was unbelievably bad. Yeah. I still had a great time watching it. It's WrestleMania. You can sit there and go, Haha, look, it's crap. We're wrestling. It's, it's stupid. It's, it shouldn't be two days. It definitely shouldn't be two days. In my opinion, as a fan, I just want it to be one day of just the best things they can possibly put on. Give me four hours. Fine, no worries. Maybe a pre-show on top of that as well. But, two hours, get the jobs. how will we line Nick Khan's business pockets if yeah, we sure. don't try and do two nights there? And in fairness, yeah. I wonder, again, if they've gone two nights because of the cancellation fee of AT&T before, hmm. well, they're a bit like, don't worry, guys, don't charge us for it. We'll just use it twice. Yeah, of course, yeah. So I wonder if that's got part of the decision-making to do it. Because obviously two nights in the... In the um, in the studio up at the up at the PC mm-hmm. was understandable because they had to do it two nights for the return because social distancing get the right number of fans in and still people had an appetite to come to live shows mainly you're still relying largely on an international audience and especially now you're relying on an international audience to fly all over the world People aren't going to fly if they don't have tickets yet. I know, like, uh, Two Tone and his son are about to head off to Texas next, uh, later this month for Mania. Cool. That's great. Mm-hmm. I think I think they did a lot on the wrestling travel packages, which are great, okay. great value for money if you can get it and sorts everything out for you. Yeah, sure. And the lovely guys who work at wrestle, wrestle travel as well. But mm-hmm. you're still not going to have the international market. 
to come over and it's sell out certainly Mania. less. Yeah. yeah. You're still a couple of years away from getting it back. And, unfortunately, you're only one or two weeks away from something, either another variant of COVID, something else escalating in the East. It's not... Sure. Yeah. It's not an ideal time to be like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go and be on like third of the way around the world for my family to watch men in pants touch each other when <clears> I may need to be back home relatively sharpish. Yeah, maybe. Um, or alternatively. Very interesting to see if they actually sell out or how many tickets, even if they get close to like capacity. You know? they, they won't sell out, but they'll gift. Because I think there's like two for one deals like they did for last year's Mania. Sure, yeah. And this is the telling thing. So obviously, t- ticket revenues, and I think because the, the gate prices are so high, mm. again, because they priced it as Mania, they priced it as the event, the experience. But to be honest, and, and I know we've said this in the past when we started doing this pod, I would have genuinely, when we started doing this pod, I still would have gone to a WWE WrestleMania. Sure. I, I, I'm, in, I'm in the very fortunate position where I could sit there and go, I'm going to go to Mania this year. I've got the savings of the bank. I'm going to get on a plane and go and do it. But I wouldn't enjoy it. I would much rather... <laughs> I think you'd enjoy the experience of what's around WrestleMania, but the actual wrestling itself, I can understand. You'd which be is, like, which yeah, is why, be a if I were to do it, my genuine thought process would be, I would fly out, I would do the fan shit, and I'd just watch Mania in my hotel. Yeah, I can see that. I imagine like some of the issues with like, getting in and out of these stadiums with this many people is just absolutely fucking yeah. like I mean, you, it's the classic thing. Getting out of the Emirates. Mind, yeah. Getting out of the Emirates is a pain in the ass. It's, it's actually better than it used to be, but like, well, getting out of Highbury was a pain in the ass. Yeah, that was fucking awful. But um, the Emirates is is a big round thing on an island, and my yeah. dad's house is two minutes walk away, well, so yeah. it's like it's fine. But <laughs> like for everyone else, it's a pain in the ass because Holloway Tube Station doesn't have escalators; it just has a lift. Not good with 63,000 fans, you know what I mean? Awful situation to be in. Um, just as a tip, walk down to Hybrid isn't it? It's much easier. <laughs> um, um, but it, it's... I think this speaks for you as well, but for my wrestling fandom, I would rather go and watch 20 people... Sorry, go and watch five people... Do a couple of matches in a battle royal, another another match in a Brit rest in front of Wait, 20 people. Wait, you've seen the ticket sales, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? In front of 20 people in a town hall somewhere in Sittingbourne or some shit, you know what I mean? Then go to an episode of Raw. You know, I don't 100%. care about Raw. No. I'd much rather go to a silly British wrestling show that has people who can barely wrestle because it's it's fun, it's entertainment, it's silly, it's easy to get in and this, out, have a pint, do a raffle, you know what I mean? That's, that's great. That's the experience I want. I, I tell you on the subject of experience, though, and I um, I had my note, I didn't get to check it today, but for funsies, and I know we said we wouldn't go and watch a Monday Night Raw, sure. I think what would be really good fun is normally after Mania, they come to the UK. Yeah. Might book a box and you and me just go and sit <laughs> in it and, and do a live podcast about SmackDown. Well, uh, as, as, a, as a random thing, we seem to be getting invited. Not us, but my other thing. Uh, we started getting invited to more WWE press type mm. things. So um, I'm also, my role's changing a little bit. I'm becoming more of a producer rather than just an editor. So you never know. There might be some free tickets to this thing. I still wouldn't go. (laughs) (laughs) 
I might have to for my job. But if you're getting a box, I will certainly come sit up in your box rather than uh, yeah, sit yeah. with the plebs. I mean, I jokingly looked at it before because like you can pay it and have like a, a, a catering package put oh, in dude. and I just thought it really funny to just have both of us sat there in like these armchairs <laughs> at the O2 with like a catering for like a party of 20 that's fucking awesome yeah because you know I said I'm not going to pay the money to go to Mania but it's burning a hole in my pocket so oh. let's ruin it on a shitty smackdown in the UK Ollie's minted we'll get him to pay for half it'll be fine <laughs> <laughs> uh, can you imagine that it's like you've never met this guy before but my mate's got a box <laughs> <in the O2. laughs> you're to come and eat his food alright lads I hear you think Gagano and Champa is one of disgust. Yeah, sure. I don't know who you're talking about. Um, um, yeah, dude, that would be, that's the best way to do it. Let's just hang it out in a, well, it's it's uh, open air nowadays. So, you know. yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Cool. D- well, do you want to walk? Two oh, stories. Oh, okay. First one, uh, I parked at the O2 to go into London the other day. Oh, is it still a vaccine centre? Because I tried to go there before and it's very difficult to find somewhere to park at the O2. Indeed, yes it is. So uh, luckily I managed to park okay, it was fine. I came back, sat in 90 minutes worth of traffic because the diversion signs went in a loop. (laughs) Not even kidding. Literally they had a giant event on. 20,000 people fit in that venue, whatever it is. What were you watching? Uh, I wasn't watching anything there. I was just getting the tube into London. It's a nice place to park and stuff. Genuinely, pre, pre-pandemic, that would be my <clears> thing. <throat> go and park in the car park sure. and in you go. Yeah, I was working in Leicester Square for yeah. cinema stuff. Um, but no, that was that was horrible. That was awful. But on the same day, so you may notice that I'm wearing my Ring of Honor hoodie. Oh, yes. My original Ring of Honor hoodie, Ooh, let me point value. out. None of that spiky logo bullshit, the old square one, because, you know, I'm a real wrestling fan. <laughs> Sorry. Gabe, Gabe's um, Ring of Honor. Huh? Gabe's Ring of Honor. Yeah, Gabe's Ring of Honor. Fucking A, it was Gabe's Ring of Honor. Nigel in Liverpool. Yeah, you know. Um, so uh, I am I turn up to this cinema where I'm working, uh, filming, you know, I'm with my boss, and we've got um, an Instagram person there who I don't know, who's lovely. And we're just like, you know, walking around, getting to meet the staff and everything. Met a real life David Brent. Amazing situation. Uh, Throw my uh, podcast hoodie off, put it on a bench, and then took my bottle of water, put that next to it, and go to my bag. I get my camera and I I take all this gear out. I film one thing with Ollie. I turn around, look at the bench. There's my bottle of water. Some cunt stole my hoodie. <laughs> Fuck. So next time you're in Leicester Square, if you see some prick from City World <laughs> the World of Wrestling Podcast hoodie, fucking deck him and steal it for me because it's mine. Never going to Leicester Square wearing my hoodie again. I can't believe they stole our merch. Well, um, the good thing is if you needed a replacement, you can go to Amazon.co.uk, search World of Wrestling Podcast and buy yourself a new hoodie. More importantly, buy buy lots more hoodies so Rich can get one for free from yeah. the from the uh, podcast kitty. I mean, there is an element of I can buy a podcast and make a bit of money. I'm oh, sorry, buy a podcast. Buy a hoodie and make a bit of money while I buy that hoodie. <laughs> but, you know, it's like a really shitty discount, isn't it? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um, okay, one last note on this pay per view because you know is what it is. Uh, Brock ones. <laughs> I put an S in there for some reason. What a shocker! Grass also green. Hitler also bad. Good stuff. I mean, the good thing is now. Now you've got another dictator. You just. I mean, it's not like we didn't already know who was bad, but mm. now at least. I mean, 
they're still but they make them the bad guys in the movies how dare they <laughs> you're not a fan of Stalin well see let's see what I can do yeah yeah it's interesting isn't it I always I'm just gonna throw it out there I always knew it when we signed Roman Pavlyuchenko that he was a cunt <laughs> Where can we find you on the other social media? I don't know how long we've got. Have we done enough time? Oh, we've done over two hours. Good stuff. Where can we find you on the other social media? Um, at the Tex Williams on Facebook and Twitter. As I said, you know, I've got to shield bookings now. I am wrestling for Lockhorn Wrestling. Follow them on Facebook and get to watch me return in glorious, glorious stuff. I've bought new ring gear. You showed me some of it. Yeah, I've got, I'm going long boys. Hey, love it. For two reasons. Yeah. One, comfortable yeah sure two don't have to wax half my body very expensive yeah three for, for one night you know <laughs> don't have to tan the rest of my body very expensive I like it and more importantly i don't care how it looks <coughs> i will be starting to cut the sleeves off my world of wrestling podcast t-shirts and i'll be wrestling in them because who nice. doesn't want to wrestle with you and i and murder clown on a unicorn shitting rainbow poo let's go in the middle of a professional <laughs> wrestling ring um <clears throat> but yeah, people on that card, myself, Keith Chaos, Van Wicked returning to professional wrestling. It's worth the money alone. Genuinely, follow him on Twitter at the Van Wicked. Absolutely, yeah, I'll be and there if I possibly can. Where can people find you on socials? At Fanboy Rich on the old Twitter machine. Uh, also, my work is all across Wrestle Talk and Parts of Unknown and No Rosbard. Anthony Rob. We've got a bunch of new shows coming up that I'll be filming and producing and everything else. So please subscribe. Quick question. Magic yes. Spoon, is it tasty? Yes. Marvellous. Generally very good. Yeah. Excellent. Cookie dough flavour? Uh, no, I. what did I have? I had the golden one. Golden Graham's copy then. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever it was, I tried one. So we had boxes of it in the rest of the dog office, obviously, because we get it given free. Yeah, nice. Because, you know, we, we, they sponsor us. That's the words I'm looking for. Uh, I know what I'm doing. Brand officer and all that. <laughs> so... so. <laughs> Chief Randy officer. <laughs> yeah, really good. Also, we have tons of noodles if you want, like, you know, healthy, good for you ramen noodles. Mate, I will take any ramen noodles and I will take anything. As I sit there, as I look at my Corsten Press on my desk, which is very delicious. Oh, by nice. The way. Cool. Is this, is this ours? Uh, no. <laughs> it's, just, okay. just, it's just why I bought it and plugged it in case I want to give me free shit. <laughs> awesome. Do you not think I would have told you about another thinking, endorsement? I was thinking, do we sell this? I don't remember that we sell this. <laughs> Ollie or she'll fucking anything. Wait, Manscaped to do like straight raises now, but like let's be fun. All right, let's call it a day. It was lovely to see you in person, yeah, oh, man. Mate, it's been good. awesome. And uh we're starting the series next week. Oh are we now? Yes, we are. So So next week we are starting our brand new, incredibly long narrative series. Something that we have chosen, because you fucking idiots who chose the last ones last time and it was fucking dreadful. We are going to do what I've always wanted to do on this pod. We are going to do what is essentially WrestleMania 12 mm. all the way through to Montreal. Brett's sean the road to montreal i cannot fucking wait it basically equates to about 30 shows <laughs> we're gonna skip the odd little ecw invasion bit we're gonna skip the bits that where brett isn't around and stuff but we're gonna hit all the vital moments in the storyline between these two and how we get to montreal because everyone knows what happens in montreal 
But how do we get there? I'm also going to be monitoring Sid through softball season. Oh, fuck yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Think about what this includes. Okay. Brett Sean Iron Man. Which is, in a a way, is a good thing this has been delayed. Because had we watched that so close to Dragon and Hangman's Uh Iron Man, would have been really bad. Sure. But it's a very special moment in wrestling history. Get out of my ring. (laughs) (laughs) So special. We've got all sorts of stuff. I don't want to spoil it too much, but like, God... You've got, you know, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm someone to look up to. I'm not in them girly magazines, you know? And hopefully as we progress forward through this, this time, by the time we finish this podcast, we might be in an endemic state of a pandemic, war will be over, and hopefully sunny days will be ahead. Indeed, sir. I cannot fucking wait. I've been, I've planned this out months ago. And like, we started sending each other lists of like shows we wanted to do and such and trying to like note down where stuff was happening and what can we skip to keep it interesting and all this. So yeah, I'm proper looking forward to this. I am disappointed that the first show we're doing this is WrestleMania 12. Why? From memory, it's better than 13. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see, eh? Awesome. All right. Catch you next week, All everyone. Right. Bye-bye. The louder you guys are, the better the wrestlers will perform for you tonight. And that's why I kicked your leg out of your leg. We're tough. We can take it, baby. You got to penetrate in the back, in the back, baby. Oh, I can see what you're talking. Wait just a minute. Get, 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 get it, 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 get